Hey gang, this is Fillmore, just letting you know that if you enjoy our podcast, quite frankly, a Howard Stern podcast, and you'd like to donate some money for the upkeep, uh, or you want to request certain clips, please donate to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash jimfix. That's J-I-M-F-I-X-X. You can donate as much as you want for as long as you want. There's absolutely no obligation. First of all, the nerve of your fucking ass to call me... And tell me your fucking problem. It's not my... Fuck off. Get lost. Get off. Take your stupid subscription and cancel. Who cares, Dina? Fuck you. Fuck you, cunt. Fuck you. Do your audience a favor. Get lost. Don't do my audience. I'll do my audience whatever I want. I'll piss on this audience if I... Douche. I do have uh, issues about people leaving me. I want to control everyone in my atmosphere. I want... I am a puppet master. And I want everyone to be a puppet. He was saying goodbye to me, and he leaned in for a kiss, and I smiled so big that he literally kissed my teeth. Um, I cheated on every one of my boyfriends except for Howard. For real? Mm-hmm. Really? I met Howard, my cheating days and You're a cheater? I was a cheater. I hate Beth. I think she's only after Howard's money, and she's, <laughs> and she's a real horse face. Can you bang any of those stripper broads on the, uh, on the show? Teresa Lynch said you banged up. Teresa who? She was on here. She told she was in your movie, Private Parts. Oh, Amy. No, no, no. Teresa, the the one with the the little ass. She never said that. She told me. That's a lie. Uh, Admit you're lying. uh, That's Tony. She called Tony. Did I ever bang Teresa Lynn? Take in New Jersey. Welcome to the wrap-up Which, show. Does any of you gentlemen believe that Beth actually loves Howard? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's, let's jump right to the nitty-gritty. Artie and I spent last weekend with him, and if she's in love, then she should get a fucking Oscar. Right? She's not in love. I mean, <laughs> if she's in love, she should get an Oscar. Uh, <laughs> Freudian slip. Say, uh-oh, here comes Beth. Howard is Beth. Howard is Beth. I'm knitting baby booties. <laughs> what are you doing, Beth? I'm knitting baby booties. <laughs> Just see our blonde, our blonde curly-haired son. At least you don't have to pretend your dog is actually a child. <laughs> Beth once even said to me, it was funny too, because Beth once said to me, you know, I wouldn't mind being engaged forever. Like, like this was, you know, years ago. Was, I just think the ring is so great. I would uh-huh. love to, you know, it's romantic. And, and it's romantic yeah. and it's kind of cool. But the second. I uh, popped the question. She was like, well, let's get on the phone and tell everyone we're getting married. I went, whoa, whoa. Yeah. no, 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 we're not getting married. We're engaged. <laughs> There's no such thing. You know what it is? I'm so self-important. I just don't even remember meeting anyone. She was up here one day and I introduced you. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm, cured. I'm not going to be cured of any. I am me. I am just going to psychiatrist so that I can feel better about certain issues in my life. That's all. Welcome, everybody, to the latest breakdown of, quite frankly, a Howard Stern podcast. I'm your host, Jim Fix, a.k.a. Fillmore, a.k.a. Fillmore Fingers. And with me, of course, is a wonderful breakdown special master, Raven. Hey, how are you? Good Good to be back. Thank you. And guys, we've got a lot of days to actually break down, but not a lot of clips because we're going to focus more on the tail end of the shows closer to now. So the 28th of September, the 29th of September, the 5th of October, the 6th and the 7th of October. And uh, again, they're bottom heavy. So if it seems like we're skipping through a lot, trust me, we're doing you a, a huge uh, service here. So the on on the twenty eighth, uh, other than the Chris Rock clip that I'm about to play, was there anything really of note that we need to talk about? Nothing comes to mind. Then there were no notes from me that day, other than 
what we're going to hear from Chris. Okay, so I'm going to play the clip and then we'll discuss it really briefly. We'll try this, even if it uh, if it doesn't work. Hey, it's Zoom and fuck it. You know what are we going to do? Wait, wait, sorry. Are we on the air, or is there even an air to be on? Everything is just recorded now. <laughs> no, we're live. Really? We think, yeah, we're live. Really? That's what's so great about this show that it's live. I can't stand doing a recorded interview because then you get a call twenty minutes later, like. Hey, man, do you mind editing that out or this out? You know what I mean? It's just bullshit. Okay, first off, two things. Then, <laughs> yeah, two things from this. I hate he hates recording us because that word would, editing requires more work. Sounds familiar. Yes. And um, you know why you'd prefer live. Second of all, is the thing you're going to go into. Chris Rock, this supposed super fan, doesn't know that he's live. No, not not a clue. He. <laughs> It's so funny because it kind of, I think it kind of stops Wiggy in his tracks for a minute and then he just, you know, keeps on going. But yeah, Chris, Chris thought that this was going to be recorded and played at a later time. So he doesn't mm -hmm. even know he's on during the show hours. He doesn't <laughs> know the show is still, you know, happening on a regular, like w Wiggy's regular schedule. So I yeah. found that hysterical and a lot of great people on twitter picked up on that a lot of other stern hate haters like us what what was the what was the gist uh what was the did, can you that you can recall it was like you know chris besides the the therapy talk that chris did about him realizing he's sick and he's got a mental disability it was it was just people like Wow, even Chris Rock doesn't listen to the show. Who is listening to the show anymore? Yeah. How many, you know, nobody nobody seems to have any clue about what's going on on this show. So it was it was more of that. Yeah. And the third thing that also made me kind of laugh was that it's Zoom, you know, like fuck it. If it's not right, you know, who cares? Like they get what they get. It was the attitude I I kind of <laughs> yes. heard in that clip. Which is, I don't know, if you're best foot forward going forward, I don't think so. So we're going to go into the 29th, guys. And this, um, what I clipped especially was this AGT, again, like shitting on them and then a bunch of denial about uh, the the um, the way it all went down. So the first, first clip, number one, and I'm sorry, I didn't title the first one, but it wasn't necessary. It wasn't particularly witty. Poor passive, poor Wiggy passive aggressively shits on AGT. I'm not going back to AGT. No. <laughs> no. I don't watch I don't AGT anymore, that. but every once in a while I'll say to John Hine, what's, what's going on with AGT's ratings? How are they doing? You told me they weren't doing so well. America's <laughs> Got Talent. Uh, Simon, <laughs> not good for ratings? What's going on with that, John? Uh, they had the finale uh, this past week, and uh, about a little under 6 million viewers, so it's it's down. <laughs> but... Now, he's – he okay uh. – Let's let's go through this just real quick because okay. he's been off that show now officially five years. More like than it's, that, it's, wasn't it? 2015, uh, he was two, three. He was there three years, I believe. 2012 oh, to 13 okay, yeah. to 14 to 15. So, so three years, I believe, or three, three or four. I think it was three. And if you, someone on Reddit did this great breakdown. It's like, okay, the ratings before he got there the ratings during and the ratings after they went down when he got there and they went mm -hmm. back up when he left. There's no, they don't lie. No. So the gaslighting necessarily, like he's he trying to find shade shot, Schadenfreude or mm -hmm. sh I can't, I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. 
Okay. So he's trying to find schadenfreude over the fact that five years after then, their ratings are going down. Was it a slow, slow <laughs> spiral <laughs> that your, your departure finally affected them? <laughs> oh, my God. I always say that this was like the, the best gift in reverse he ever gave us because there's so many lies that came out of this. It showed his irrelevance, his unlikability, his awkwardness. It's just yep. he has he has nothing, nothing to offer the world right now. I just don't yep. see it. Yep. Um. Yeah, so the AGT stuff, it's it, it's like once every two to three weeks we get a dose of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just for and, anybody who's missing the shows, you're not. Yeah, the Simon hate. Last year's <laughs> finale had about 10 million, so Ooh. it's way down this year. Oh, my goodness. How awful. Just how horrible is that? So sad. Fuck them. This is an American I wonder... institution. <laughs> you know what I love too? Like sometimes I remember on America's Got Talent, like we would invite Piers Morgan to guest judge or something like they would bring we would bring back the old judge, you know. Right. I think they've completely scrubbed me off that show. I don't think you ever do you ever Okay. So he's getting into this and I, that's the thirty second cutoff as always, guys. I should make like a code word for that. Um so what what do you think psychologically uh this is something for Bob D I suppose but Raven you're good at this too you're you you have a good gut for this not this stuff you have a knack what's the whole why is he still so upset about that is it just that whole just the whole narcissism i can't take that i was rejected yeah it's always telling a lie long enough that you believe it and the people around you will believe it mm-hmm. so he also it's got to be about him everything reverts back to him even eddie van halen's death oh yes we'll get into at the end of this show big time spoiler alert that he makes it about him so yeah and simon is just the perfect target um he's got somebody who does fake simon voice yes they'll they'll sometimes get in some good jabs which are you know passive aggressive (laughs) by the staff so i love that that's, that's one of the highlights, believe it or not. Or Sarah Huckabee Sanders does some great digs on Wiggy too, but that's about it. One of my on my channel, my my Stern channel, the adjacent channel to the QF channel, um, I posted because I don't rare I don't really post modern stuff, but I posted a clip of him losing to a pre-taped Simon Cowell impersonator, yeah. uh, in terms of like insults and doing the dozens, but losing handily, and people were like, "This is what the show is now." This is how bad it is, yeah, and like, well, yeah, of course. It, I'd be anyway. Uh, no quality control and no ability to see that, and just no, no, doesn't care. But uh, I would, as a matter of, if he had comedy chops, he wouldn't allow that to go on. He wouldn't allow that to stay. He'd delete that. It's even some of the hackiest stuff I've I've heard. You know, yeah. like I said, one out of maybe twenty is funny. Yeah, that's not a good. At bat, okay. Your batting <laughs> no, average is really low there. Sorry. Okay, so we're gonna go through the rest of this clip. It's only a minute. See me like uh, like in old clips or anything, or have they erased my memory? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't watch. Yeah, I won't watch it either. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Have they erased my memory? How yeah, much possibly. is he thinking about his legacy even after he's gone? Mm-hmm. And like. He must be, I really, I know we talk about this and I really think that his will is probably like war and peace 
because it's got to have like stipulations for a million <laughs> things about after he's gone. I just, I, I know how he is and I'm sure he's got somebody like just uh, a will tutor that really? is helping him to disperse his money and make sure the right people get it under the right circumstances. Like I think he's got lawyers on retainer. I think this, the will, but... I think the will is one page long and it's like, bury you, bury me with that shit. Well, I, I think, wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, no, honestly. I, 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 you could go both ways, but I, I see it as like yeah. no one's getting anything, just to be a prick in death. Just right. I think he's got some daggers to throw after death, and that that could be part of the pages I'm talking about, or it could just be an f you to everybody, mm-hmm. and be like, just burn it. I, yeah. you know, no one's getting. If I can't have it, no one's getting it. No one exactly. earned this. I would. He, I would. Yeah. He's going to totally say that that's mine and it doesn't belong to anybody else. Mm-hmm. He's not about helping people. I mean, no. You know, it it took years for opt a cat after six Yanka and everything else that we heard about how he hated cats and he never yeah, wanted them. He Beth needed a fur baby because she wasn't going to get a real human baby. Human. Oh God, yeah. And yeah, that human. That was the road he had to go down. He had. I'm sure the therapist had some say in that, in that he had to compromise with beef on an animal. Hmm. And then Don turned it into, well, let's make it a charity and tax deductible. So absolutely, that's how that monster grew. Yeah. Well, uh, it's entirely possible. Let's, it's, it's certainly plausible, that's for sure. Because, fuck it, I don't work there anymore. I got, you know, yeah, I had enough. Once you left, P- I was I was done. <laughs> yeah, I got PTSD when I watched it. <laughs> a lot of people are watching, apparently. Yeah, a lot of people. I think I think America misses me. Wow. Nope. I think well, America laughing. got tired. As well. No, definitely. <laughs> what are you laughing about over there, Jason? What do you mean? America misses me, obviously. No, I, absolutely they miss you. I wasn't laughing at that. Now, those are the flying monkeys, Bob D. Bob, Bob D., you're going to have a field day with this. And we didn't even get, what, we're 10 minutes in? Barely. Right. And, and he's our, we're already like going straight into the psyche. Um, and so Jason's got to tell him, you're, you're right, boss. Robin's got to yeah, say, after you're right, boss. After he laughs in his face. Jason yes. laughed at all that. And, and he caught right onto it. He was like, what, yeah. are you, what are you laughing at me? I'm yeah, serious. A bit of a he's stumble. Like, no, 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 no. He totally backtracked and he yep. kissed, kissed his butt just like everybody right. else. I mean, Robin piled on as always as per contract and he, anybody he, else that is on that Zoom call is going to do the same too because they know where their bread's buttered. Absolutely. What other uh, conclusion can you watched... draw, Jason? <laughs> Look, the numbers don't lie. You were there what and the changed? numbers were high and now you're not there and they're low. I mean, what's right. there to even argue about? Um, so... I, I watched a show and they do not, uh, I've never seen them show a video clip of you uh, in any sort of past, you know, anything. It's, but I also don't see them showing a lot of past video clips, period, of Right. So I don't know. I guess they just don't honor their past. Mm-hmm. That was the end of that clip. Yep. Okay. I don't watch AGT anymore. Same. I watched it when he was first on, and even then it was a, a slog and a chore. Oh, yeah, but I bet. I, I, I'm, I'm going to say there's no remembrance of him because if there was, he would have brought it up. Mm-hmm. But anybody out there who's in the chat or in the comment section of this, please let us know if you've seen any clips that they've used of him in the past, because I'd be curious to know that myself. Mm-hmm. And I'd actually be surprised if there were, because he would probably have some stipulation, like you're not allowed to use my likeness 
yeah. uh, after I'm gone, something like that. And so it's almost like you've got, he's got you over two barrels. Like, uh, <laughs> if you use me, I'm going to shit on how badly you, you did the editing or, <laughs> yeah. and if you don't use it well, because I'll give you shit because, uh, e- even if it was my mandate, uh, or if I had to say in it, uh, that, you know, you didn't remember me like, uh, like the in memoriam, uh, stuff, like when Brad Renfro was left out of the uh, memorial thing at the, the, uh, Oscars oh, when okay. he died. Um, so anyway, the next one is called delusional wiggy going deeper into denial. Mel B probably was the only one who really knew. She what actually the fuck had a legitimate career where she, yeah, she made sang. money making music Dance. and selling yeah. albums. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and Simon's a big turd. He walks around like he knows something. He's just a fucking guy who, uh, you know, I don't even know what he does. He claims he's a record executive or oh, something. Please. I don't know. Jesus maybe maybe he's got some talent. I he don't was a curmudgeon. That would... Now, I have nope, to stop this guy. Nope, nope. he, he must be, Simon Cowell must be worth a billion dollars now. I'm sure he's got over a hundred. Let's play the over under game here. Okay. But yeah, he's managed the boy bands. He did, um, what was Harry Styles group? One Direction. Uh, One Direction, yeah. And I'm embarrassed I know that, but guys, you know, it's pop culture. It's just a part of, you know, it's like a stupid trivia question. Why do you know that, you know, <laughs> the, the James Whale directed, you know, uh, Frankenstein? I don't know. You just remember stupid things. All right. So Simon Cowell is worth $600 million. Okay. So, but yeah. According to Wiggy, he, he doesn't know what he does. Mm-hmm. And and these things, they, they, there's no accurate estimation of what Simon's worth because he he owns like the, it's trademark stuff. He owns the he he at least part owner of the American Idol shit. Um, all the America's Got Talent, the X Factor, like around every country, it's like a franchising a McDonald's. They have to pay a certain percentage to the um, to the the mother company anyway. So he's getting a piece of every one of these shows. And then he had his hand in the fucking record labels, the record sales, mm-hmm. songwriting, everything. So yeah. if it says 600, it's probably closer to a billion. Go ahead, Raven. It, well, it's, it's got a salary at 95 million a year right now. He's 61. Mm-hmm. Uh, A&R executive, television producer, entrepreneur, screenwriter, yep. presenter, critic, record producer, business person, actor, and TV personality. Yes. And what does Wiggy have? He's Nothing. got radio personality. He's a podcast. One movie credit and like three books. Yeah, that's exactly correct. And so he's it's 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 the jealousy. I I don't understand. I don't care if he has a problem. So I I would much prefer it, and I think you would, and the, the audience would, if he would just be honest and say, "I hate them for fucking firing firing me. I hate them for shit canning me." Right. And yes, the guy is talented and all that. People would love that kind of candor, but no, he can't do it because it diminishes him. He has to then admit Rob, uh, that um, Simon knows what he's doing and he's a, some kind of success and he can't, he has to, what's the word, diminish right. his everything about him. Even Bob D, I think, would agree that they abandon him. Mm-hmm. And when an MPD person gets abandoned, then it's nothing but pure hatred and bringing up their lists that they've yep. kept all this time of complaints about them and anybody associated with them. So Mm -hmm. it plays right into the hand that, yeah, he's a mess. He's a hot mess. He's falling apart and Mm -hmm. it's just coming out left to right. He can't even contain it. Right. And how's therapy supposed to help this? Like all these years of therapy and this is how he's reacting. It's incredibly childish. Uh, Let's get the last bit of that. That's really it. It was like he was annoyed by everything. 
You're horrible. Well, hey, douchebag, <laughs> you invited me to come down here. Fuck you. When you walked out, I was ready to be uh, bored. <laughs> okay, King Tut. <laughs> We're just talking, Sam and I, about who does the worst impressions on the show. I think Robin's <laughs> obviously a distant yeah. third, uh, but uh, and Fred, it's a wash between uh, Fred and, and Wiggy. I agree. Yeah. The Robin's last pretty bit, bad. She's horrible. The last bit is Robin busts them for having a script. You guys all jumped on top of this. Mm. I'm going to play it, and then we'll talk about it. Okay. But, uh, yeah, no, I, but Beth used to see me come out of there. Like I, I, I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ. I, I got to get out of this thing. But I hung- okay, one sec. Now, now it's, I'll play it out, guys, because it's just over 30 seconds. I'm in there for yep. four years, but I don't know. I don't wish them well. You mean you don't wish them ill? I mean, I don't wish them ill. <laughs> Sorry. I guess something. <laughs> I guess that was a Freudian take all that. No, I seriously <laughs> don't. Yeah. I was looking at his script and I said, he just read that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wow. There you have it. Okay. Why would she say that unless there really was a script? They get binders for every show. I'm sure they're faxed or printed or emailed. Yeah. And that's why he complains that he has to print his own stuff is for his script, his notes, as he calls them. But Robin oh. calls it a script. And it's so funny because he doesn't wish them well, which if you have bad eyesight, looks just like wish them ill. Mm-hmm. So ill and well, I think it was just an old man kind of moment, <laughs> like a Geritol moment that he um, he said that and Robin picked right up on it. But man, she slipped. Yeah. I shouldn't have said and that. He- and he could not he could not rebound off that at, at at any point. Now, over the the last oh god months, he's been going on about COVID and masks and what have you. And whatever your points are, I believe this is the um, the 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 context of the next clip on the fifth of October. This one's number one. Uh, Blob and the nurse pipes up, and <laughs> just every time she brings up her medical uh, acumen or her medical knowledge mm-hmm. <laughs> I laugh and I have to put it up <laughs> and Can so the other something this... too because yeah. what really bothers me like I was in the medical profession right you were uh, nurse and what really bothers me is how now these doctors are talking like dopes yeah well certain doctors Keep quiet. Well, there was a doctor this morning, and I want to I want to continue with this uh, train of thought. I'm I've been dying all weekend to get this out, but uh, there was a doctor this morning. He, I think they're talking about Conley's report on Trump's uh, medical. This was, right. I mean, now it's it's ancient history. Now it's the 16th. When over here, it's the 16th, and. Um, uh, when she talks about it, she was, she, I don't want to go too far into it, but whenever she talks about being a nurse or where they bring up, you were in the medical profession, they make it sound like she was involved in some kind of like <laughs> chem, chem, molecular biology or something. <laughs> She's taking blood pressures for Christ's sake, temperatures, giving uh, sponge baths and straddling patients she felt bad for allegedly okay. which i don't even believe oh you never fucking happened oh, it wasn't even, it wasn't she even was in e- her book by the way it wasn't in her book she never said in her book that she straddled a patient that was no. after the fact why wouldn't you have included that if it really happened but well the whole book was fiction go ahead she's also busy evading taxes yeah. when she was a nurse <laughs> yeah <laughs> like Big time. they had to confiscate salary for a year or two after that when she left 
Well, it was that was the, the army and the, the nursing the nursing part. Air Force. Uh, it was the Air Force. Yeah, that's right. Um, I was going to ask you. The next clip involves the infamous Don Call, aka the Caller of the Year in our our parts. Um, what was what was the uh, context? What was she calling in about exactly? I I can't recall. Oh, uh, she was saying that how dare you say you can't get these treatments? Oh yes. That you're a millionaire, and you and all your millionaire friends are. Of course, you're going to get these treatments that Trump got if you're in that position that you get sick. Mm-hmm. And man, did he jump on her. Mm-hmm. And even when it happened, I was like, oh, this is just the back office being, you know, playing the, the devil's advocate. But when they deleted it from the replay, that made me a believer that it was possibly a real call. I would say if they if they deleted it, I'd say it's absolutely a real call because um, unless it was a, a staff slip, like when Robin said, oh, don't do blackface. And that was deleted out of the replay that one time when they were talking about what not to do during the whole George Floyd thing. And right. she said, oh, this is, you know, remember, this is something else you shouldn't do. And that was during the blackface sort of uh, well, the l- little media storm that he was getting. but not <laughs> There wasn't really much of one. Yep. It um it seems like they're whitewashing themselves PC. So mm-hmm. maybe maybe she was a fake caller. I'll just play the opposite side. Sure. And he overreacted with language that was non-approved. Mm-hmm. It was anti-feminist and it was cruel. It was just harsh and rough. And he's trying to come off polished. So because he didn't have a more educated fake response to the fake mm-hmm. caller, mm-hmm. that could be a reason to wash it off, re- delete it off sure. the replay. Mm-hmm. But there's, we as fans or ex fans, we always yeah. have this hope of please let it be something on this be real. Yeah. And hope that maybe one of us would someday get through, which I didn't try to get through. <laughs> I was just, it's a little hectic in the morning with the thread and uh, two yeah. kids on virtual school. So yeah, I never got around to that, but I'm yeah. still hoping someday try it out. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so the the other thing was, and I was going to say, I was going to mention this. If um, in the in the replays, when stuff gets taken out a certain way, it, it's not limited to just uh, the 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 latest shows, guys. Even stuff from the eight hundred dollar dollar bottle of wine, uh, you know, with, with Robin. There's a video clip, maybe four minutes, three minutes long, on on their channel, the Howard Stern official channel and Artie's edited out of it. You hear a bit of his laugh and that's it, but you don't see any yeah. video. So video edits, audio edits, and there's no point because he's not really so involved in that because he wasn't at the dinner. And I'm thinking, why in God's name, what, who, who's the, the, the Frankenstein scissors that chopped this out so clumsily. <laughs> and what it was the a, point? They're What's terrible the, at it. And, and so the, the, yeah. yeah, the point is it's, it's somebody, whether I, Marcy or whoever is got uh, a rule book and it, mm-hmm. it, none of this talk can be in it. And the perfect example before this that really mm-hmm. comes to mind was the Wendy Williams. Oh, God, yes. That rant. Oh, and I should I should preface this, guys. If by some chance this you don't hear the aforement, the audio that you're going to you're supposed to hear you'll uh, on the YouTube channel, that's because I allowed the edit to be made, knowing that on the podcast itself, like the Podbean or Spotify or whichever podcast app you're using, you'll hear the unexpurgated version. But um, that would be because I wanted it on the YouTube channel because th- th- sometimes there are edits that are made 
for copyright reasons and some of them do get stricken because they go after them specifically like yeah. um so anyway if you do if the if you seem like there's a, a bad edit here it's not me it's them so just a just a little preface so don let's hear from don hey howard how are you i'm pretty good first time call, first time caller with you guys cool you know i'm paying for my subscription i hear you on the radio you're killing me i want to cancel you so bad <laughs> you know you're first person in line to get this cocktail I don't know who you're kidding with your listeners. It's so I'm the first person in line to get the cocktail. Where am I going to get a cocktail? Who the fuck is going to give it to me? He's staying in his you're house trying not to get COVID. Now, I think I, I absolutely believe it's a real caller because she's right after. She's right on after him. She doesn't lather his ass. She simply no. says, first time caller. And then she goes, you're killing me. And if you notice, she's a little nervous. Yes. A lot of these other callers aren't nervous at all. And she's no. got bad sound quality mm-hmm. it, it sounds real that whoever yeah I, yeah, I, yeah i hope it's real so another 25 seconds guys what i'm busy doing dawn is wearing a mask not seeing my loved ones my parents aren't doing well i'm <laughs> what loved ones oh, boy. I to stop that. <laughs> <laughs> he's in heaven sorry heaven. guys I, do, I normally don't interrupt it like that we're all separate I'm watching everything yeah. I eat so that if I do get COVID, I am, and I'm trying to exercise as best I can so that I can survive this stuff. I don't know what fucking planet you're living on that you think I've got a fucking connection. So what's Robin doing? Um, okay, the next one, number three, the evolved feminist calls Donna Cunt and drops her call. You've I don't wish anybody day, illness. Pretty much, That's wrong, Dawn. Don't quote me as saying that. What? <laughs> What'd you say? You, we could, we could, we could see your smile through the radio, Howard. As you're talking no, you're about projecting that, your own thoughts, COVID. my dear. You don't yeah, know what I feel. Me. So are you? <laughs> I'm so not you? projecting my thoughts what? onto you. You're wrong. I don't. I resent you yeah. telling me that I'm happy that the president. That, I didn't say that. I said I don't want to see anyone get sick. That's the quote. Okay, and there's it, this is a little extra long, so the so we got to break it up as always. Yeah, but Raven, you wanted to say. Well, Don, we have a very safe, happy place for you here, quite frankly, on Facebook and YouTube, Podbean. Come join us. I think you'll feel right at home here because we have a lot of like-minded people like yourself yeah. that think the same way. So, Well, she, she hit him right off the bat. She said, she said you, you're, that's what you're doing. You're projecting. Mm-hmm. You're projecting. And, and you can hear in his voice, he's being challenged that he does not get. Ever, ever, especially where he's working. He always talks over callers when he doesn't like what they're saying. Yep. That's a clue that it's real, too. So one I, point for real. Mm-hmm. I, I really want to believe this one. Oh, I'm, <laughs> and, I'm, cer- I'm certain it is because every other caller is meant to, like if it's a fake phony impression, impersonation, like the Simon Cowell impersonator or a Trump right. impersonator or whoever the fuck, or Biden, or, uh, then obviously you know, it's fake. Uh, we're not talking about that, guys. Uh, but when callers call in, f- f- uh, like f- seemingly organic, but yet they get a lot of time on the air uh, and they don't get clipped off, it's meant to you know, pass a mandate, like to progress some kind of mandate that he wants to put forward. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, devil's advocate on this being fake. 
Mm-hmm. It gives them more time to pontificate about masks and treatment and the government and go yep. political. So it gives them more content yep. and it, it gives them like a spike in emotion because he doesn't have real emotions except no. anger right. and jealousy. But right. that, that's, I'm, I'm always seeing both sides of an argument. I can't help it. Mm-hmm. It's just something innate in me, but I, I do, I just want to hear more right now. Okay. I'm sorry. That's okay. It. And then you sat around with your little millionaire friends in a Zoom call, and you complained about how, oh, I wonder if this is true, or I wonder if this is First of all, you quote my friends as millionaires. You don't know who my friends are. One of them was a car dealer. Wayne Siegel? Yeah. (laughs) That's the first thing I heard. When I heard that, I go, poor Shouty. It's like there's a perfect opportunity for a plug right there. He works at a car. He works in a store with a car shop. And the other one was a nurse. Deborah? Or sorry, uh, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> Take your pick. It's like employees, Just sponsors, or family. Two. There are no friends. That I'm friendly with. Mm-hmm. So I, she's I, not I, a I, millionaire I, I, friend of mine. She's a nurse. She works on the front I, lines. You're a fucking cunt. Go fuck it. yourself. Go oh, fuck easy. yourself, Dawn, and oh. cancel, cancel her subscription. Go no. fuck yourself, you fucking bullshit artist. What a, what a what a bitch. My millionaire friends. Like, I got some fucking line into how to get that drug. Okay. Regardless, guys, and guys, we are not going to get into politics. I'll preface the later call, later uh, clips by saying I, the one of the first mandates when I started, quite frankly, with Sam and with Raven was we were not going to let politics infect uh, what's it's already a, like a very polarizing year. But in no other year. Uh, no other election year could you talk to a person, let's say in 1988, and say, well, I'm voting for Dukakis, well, I'm voting for Bush, and lose friendships and family over it. I mean, typically that would never happen. These days it is happening, and I've got friends who have since had like lost family members for sure because of who either one of them is voting for or who they're supporting, whatever. And I never want people to be polarized because of a stupid show that's meant to be about a specific topic. So this is not a this is not an, an indictment of anybody. It's just simply explaining why we aren't going to say um, where we which way we're coming from because it's irrelevant in this point. You guys want politics? You can get it just about anywhere else. It's coming out of the walls in most people's houses. Go ahead. Yes, we're your support group that brings people together. We don't tear people apart here. Right. That's the one thing we've never done. We're very supportive of our group. And the last thing I want to do is have politics or religion or anything polarizing, like you said, yeah. come between us all because we're here for a different reason. We're not here for that. Yeah. We're here to entertain. We're here to, um, oh, what's the word? Uh, oh, what? It's okay. Even if there's a pause, I'll edit it out. Go ahead. We're, <laughs> no, we're just, we're here kind of just for each other as like i said support group says it all it's it's our therapy <laughs> wa it's, it's our office. sanity sometimes in this crazy world that you yeah. know we can have fun and joke around with people who are really just here to have fun so yeah it, that's and we, why i and, love this place and what that's what that's some of the some of those are the best comments 
please, by the way, everybody, uh, I also should stress that I don't do it enough. Um, more comments, please, in the YouTube and more like uh, on the well, we're on Twitter as well. But um, and the Facebook group is, is obvious, but um, more comments on the Podbean app and whatever Spotify, whatever ratings. If you like us, great. Please let us know all about it and uh, what you like specifically. And we get so many great comments about how, you know, we're helping people through their, you know, tough time, whatever. That's what podcasts should be for. You can to be either to in, to inform or entertain. Sometimes both, if you're lucky. Um, so that's our PSA. Uh, the next, the last clip here is Robin tells Wig nothing gets his pud into a lather like Cocktober. <laughs> and I should uh, also say, guys, typically in the Cocktober, he hasn't really gone full bore. <laughs> to no. Pardon the expression until after <laughs> the one week break that they often they often do take a break in October, don't they? Like one week. That's typical for them. Yeah, yeah, the second week of October is their vacation week, and then they come back till Thanksgiving and take yeah. two then. Right, then it's two industrial strength cock weeks, and, uh, <laughs> and I, that's what I'm. That's my prediction, Raven. You want to go like over under on you know? <laughs> it's really six days. That's the stupid thing. I think we'll probably okay. This is just a guesstimate, but we have six shows left in October in October. Right. So one of them is the prettiest penis contest, which is basically send me your dick pics. <laughs> yeah. By any means possible. And then yeah. they're going to critique them, you know, Ralph and Wilding and Howie, all the usuals. Yeah. Um, they'll need at least two days to talk about that. So that might be the whole last week of the month. I'd say so. But the first, they haven't given, I, I know they mentioned stuff. There was the ugliest penis and the prettiest penis. So it might be the ugliest this coming week and then they'll finish it off with the best one. I don't know, but there's, it's probably me a lot of like parodies and, um, you know, Ralph and Chris stories about who they're looking at on OnlyFans or something. Well, but, the weird, yeah, the the, the weird thing, the weird thing is, um, they it, they're, it's not like they can have people in studio. So isn't it kind of uh, this and this the kind of the worst time of the year if they really wanted to do this to have anything visual? <laughs> Got to forge ahead. I guess they're just gonna <laughs> blur stuff out. And put it maybe on the app because they did yeah. that with the choir when the naked choir came in for George Takei. Uh, they blurred them out in the lower region. But okay, there's yeah, I I did some research on the app, but it's not just Howard that's got videos, so everybody yeah. knows it's every channel. There's Jenny McCarthy, there's other stuff, the Hits One channel, the yeah, even BPM has videos. Oh, so wow. it's like they're all zooming. They're yeah. all recording clips. They're not long clips, but it's not a Howard 360 brand <laughs> specific. It's, we'll it goes across the board for the whole company. And we'll get into serious company later. I did yeah. some work and so did Fillmore. So, so here we go, guys. This is the little so, promo. Yes, we have so many exciting events for this Cocktober. I don't Cocktober even want. All month. Oh, absolutely. 31 <laughs> days of October. And, uh, you know, we love it. Uh, the last couple of years, we've uh, really amped it up. If I told you some of the things we have planned on Wednesday, just this past Wednesday. Yes, sir. You were going to say something? No, they amped it up. They ignored it for like five years. Yeah. And it, they've was... changed it to like a daily thing of just every day is October. <laughs> Sounds like a Morrissey song. <laughs> I was in a high-level meeting. Discussing all of the Cocktober events. <laughs> and I got to tell you, I got so excited what this audience is we, in store for. We know. 
You know. I mean, you know, you talk about morning shows and you talk about entertainment. Uh, look, I'm in a better mood already. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. I start talking about cock and you yeah. start smiling. Because it's funny. <laughs> cock is funny. I don't care if you're straight or gay. Cock is funny. Guys running around naked. Nice save. And I know, Deborah, you're, you're one of our QF members. She's going to say, oh. No, of course not. That's, you know, all straight men say cock is funny. No, they don't. No, sorry. No. No, but when, Robin wh- sure got in a little dig there. She's like, we just mentioned Cocktober and you start smiling. And- right. And he needed to save. He needed to go, well, I don't care if you're gay or straight. <laughs> cock is funny. Oh. <laughs> but you notice, the thing is, he doesn't laugh at these bits. He's actually entertained. He's not laughing at some guy bringing his dick out. He's he's actually just examining it, talking about yeah. it, describing it like it's like he's discussing the fucking Manhattan Project, and uh, he's actually getting something out of it. He's not finding it funny, like suddenly, the rest of us. <laughs> suddenly, his interviewer skills are coming back to him, exactly. and he starts rapid firing all these questions off. He's like Dick Cavett. Um, we're gonna <laughs> go into October six. This one is first number one called. Um, First clip is called King Baby Protected from Negative Emails. And I, I might get clipped because it's got some of the stupid fucking Rob Zombie song. Uh, thank you for your lovely emails, uh, etc. No emails, guys, by the way. Let's let's be quite clear about this. <laughs> He's not getting emails. Yesterday, um, about my statements about the current uh, administration and politics. Um, but... Fortunately, I have people who filter them and keep the negatives out. So uh, thank you for the positive ones. I don't want to read your negative horseshit because you're a moron. Okay. And listen, someone's going to say, well, you, you know, you've already admitted to blocking uh, negativity on your uh, YouTube channel. No, I've explained uh, it's, if it's constructive criticism, it, we leave it up. And if it's something people don't quite understand or they disagree, that gets left up too. Uh, but if it's some dickhead saying, you know, I hate your voice, whatever, yeah, we block them and we get rid of them because th- that person's not interested in the content. So, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so he has an email filter. He has a shusher email filter. <laughs> they the the jobs just keep adding up. He's got to be protected, like you said, King Baby, and you know he calls us morons. That's a word his dad used to use. He's sounding yeah. more and more like his dad and his mom yeah. and these rants. Oh yeah, but he did. He just doesn't want to put anything. He doesn't want to hear anything. You know, the no. emperor has new clothes kind of deal. Yeah. Where we, he just wants his ass kissed constantly. Yep. Clip number two was fascinating to me because it, he actually mentioned Bubba. And recently someone posted on our uh, uh, Facebook group about Bubba it being interviewed by some, I can't remember the guy, but he's been doing a lot of interviews by Zoom with ex-staffers or ex-associate, you know, associate, you know, stern peripheral characters. And um, he's talking about how he still loves Howard and, you know, he everybody who hates him is a moron and stuff like this. Bubba right. is desperate now for any kind of gig. And he had emailed Howard and apparently there was some correspondence that that means they have some contact. And I couldn't believe it because I thought for sure he was persona non grata to Wiggy. So for Wiggy to Im- Im- admit it was kind of amazing to me. I agree. It, it was a shock to hear fun. Bubba. Yeah. Go ahead. Real- Speaking of How's radio. How's he doing? 
it, we we just exchange niceties like we just check in and go hey how you doing i go hey how you doing this kind of thing i don't i don't want to get too deep with bubba I don't, uh, either he's really doing great or he's doing really bad and if he's doing so really you don't bad want to i don't get sucked into the vortex uh, well i'm not good with that stuff what a friend when things are really bad and people call me oh my god things are really bad you know he's supposed to be able to cheer <laughs> people up <laughs> so but i do worry about him yeah, that clip was. I we, I do worry about Bubba and other short works of fiction. Um, <laughs> uh, so I I found that funny that he mentioned him uh, because especially after that Tony Bruno, um, uh, Hulk Hogan tape, uh, the the idea that Bubba was putting forth the notion last time I heard him on the show that Tony Burton, like Buckwald, who was a Buckwald client, knew and actually middled the Hogan tape, the Hogan sex tape with Heather. Right. Okay, yeah. I heard that and too. So, yeah, and I that they were intimating that they knew all about it. Even I remember. Yeah. I wish I had that clip. But um, any any thoughts on that? Yeah, I've just uh, friend ever, right? I mean, Eddie Van Halen tried to befriend him. Uh, D. Snyder, a yep. lot of a lot of these big names back in the day, I think, tried to warm up to him, and there's just no warming up, Wiggy. No, he is just solely about him if you're not talking about him you're not talking Mm -hmm. you're not his friend you're not going to last very long in that circle and -hmm. you have to eat dinner fast and go to bed at eight so (laughs) if you play by his rules and talk about him and do his things his you know hobbies yeah Yeah. so sad yeah it's all about him what could have been i say if you're religious oh this this clip was called guys sorry um rick moranis loves his children but not more than i love myself uh, and it d- details the assault that Rick Moranis suffered in New York, which is, uh, and I, uh, as, as a hardcore SCTV fan, I was, I was, <laughs> I didn't, oh, I didn't, atrocious. it is atrocious. Yeah, of course. But it would be atrocious if it happened to fucking Joe Schmo. So, um, let's, let's just hear King Wiggy's canonizing of St. Rick. Rick Moranis is such a good guy. This is the Rick Moranis story. And this is why you haven't seen him in the movies for a while. So Rick Moranis, his wife died and his kids were young. And despite having this huge fucking Hollywood career, he said, fuck it. I'm walking away from Hollywood. I got enough dough. And I'm going to raise my kids. I'm going to be there for my kids every single day. And you never heard from the guy again. He never went back and did anything. Now, I'm going to stop that there briefly because it's over 30 seconds anyway. But And mm-hmm. it's true. After around, okay, honey, I blew up the kid or something like that. He was His, his career, it seemed like it was winding down anyway. So I yeah. think Rick Moranis was smart and just kind of got took it. He got and ran. He was making mostly kid stuff at the time. But yes, his wife did pass away and he was a widow, widower. And mm-hmm. uh, and he did step out of the business completely, not even to do guest stuff occasionally for charity with SCTV. There was a reunion that they're going to show on Netflix that Scorsese supposedly directed that I think Jimmy Fallon, uh, not Jimmy Fallon, cool. uh, J- Jimmy Kimmel moderated. But it's still I'm not hearing any release dates. This was done two years ago. One of my my wife, my wife's cousin uh, attended the thing because he's even a bigger uh, SCTV fan than than just than, he's as big a fan as me. <laughs> And he actually wore the Johnny LaRue jacket. He's friends with Jewel Hallmeyer. And, um, and so anyway, uh, he, um, he released like an album, I think it was called the Agoraphobic Cowboy, which was like a country and Western album. Cause he's actually music, musically quite inclined, Rick Moranis. Oh, that's wow. the, that's the funny part. And I think he got Grammy nominated or he won a Grammy for it. Cool. If I'm I not mistaken. I did not know all that. Yeah. You're it's a much cool. bigger fan than I am. 
No, it's a, uh, just because I, I, I would hear like this sort of SCTV adjacent news and uh, somebody would send me links, uh, a couple of friends that are just as big fans. Anyway, so <laughs> Wiki's talking about he took care of his kids. Wiki couldn't run away from his own children fast enough, but he's praising Rick Moranis. <laughs> For being there for his children. I just found it so ironic. Completely left show business to take care of his children. Now, I don't know how many dudes you know. I know plenty of them. I don't know one guy who could last more than an hour or two with his kid sitting there at home walking away from a Hollywood career. You know what I mean? That's a fucking saint. Rick Moranis, you get sainthood. He... It seems like the bar for sainthood is really low, guys. If you're if you're a, 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 a caring father and you spend time with your kids, you're a saint. So there's billions of saints out there. For more than an hour, he's like, yeah. I know tons of people. So right now, anybody <laughs> who he's acquaintance with, that's a dad, is yeah. like, whoa, whoa, dude, don't be saying whoa. that because well, I don't want to be. Lo- I don't want my wife thinking that. You know, Fallon, Kimmel, all these guys, Levine. Yeah, they all have kids, and it's like, uh, dude, you know. Don't be blowing up my shit. But yeah, he's just a you're, child hater. You're attending your kid's baseball game? Whoa, that's heavy. You made him lunch? <laughs> you didn't you didn't tell your kid you're on the clock and start tapping at your watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There's this one clip that I and you I don't think you mentioned it. I know you would have mentioned it in the, the mockery thread, which by the way, everybody join, join, join the yes. Facebook group for that alone, even though we have we don't have so many left this year, but it, it's fun every time. Twenty four um, more. Twenty four. He, he told a story about being offered like a, to purchase Playboy back in the day which may or may not have been true, but the way he tells it is so he doesn't, he tells you a story that you never hear. I think I could tell you, I don't think I could tell you. And I, I want to play this for prospective XM serious investors who were worried if he's going to come back. What? Did I ever tell the story about how I almost ended up taking over that franchise? No. Oh, I didn't. I wonder if I could. No, but the guy's dead. Let me think about it. I gotta, I gotta think it through before I tell you this story. I'm gonna tell okay. you a mind-blowing story. Interesting. Walking. No, yeah. you never mentioned that. I wonder if I could tell that story. I would have to. I really gotta just think about it because I don't know if there's any ramifications. It's one of the. Okay, I'm breaking it up, <laughs> and I'm only breaking it up so you guys can get your heart started again. Greatest stories ever. I think the only person I ever told about it was Ralph. Who went out of his mind? What would the ramifications be? Who else would you have told? Oh man! But your, your pillow, pillow partner, <laughs> pillow talk. Pillow biter. I don't know. I gotta just. I just know at the time I kept it quiet, but I don't think I need to keep it quiet anymore. Yeah, such I a think great that story. Playboy would pay you to talk about him now. All right, I'll, I'll maybe tomorrow you'll hear that story. Okay. Uh, the seventh, we never heard any story. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> there is no story. It was just all bullshit. Are you kidding me? No fucking way with this guy. Yeah. It's all bullshit. It's yeah. just filler. And by the way, everybody, I, so I'm not going to play the rest. There's only 17 seconds left and it's all nonsense. It's, it's more of the same. No, nothing better than a story except telling people you have a story again and again and not <laughs> telling the story. <laughs> that um, would have been a good saber dance. I think so. Uh, yeah, if, if not for the Jeopardy music, that's that's the other reason I didn't add that. Um, there is a great blind item. Did I? I should. Did I forward you the AGC main page link? I oh, I'm on I, it. I read oh, okay. all of October and September. I have been but digging deep. 
did you check the archives? It's fascinating. <laughs> Deep, balls deep. Did you uh, check the old, the even the older stuff? Because it goes chronologically. Obviously, it's an amazing layout. It's very, it's kind of dull. It's not dynamic. It doesn't look great, but it's easy to read, yes. uh, especially on a like a PC or a tablet. I've been a fan of that website for years, and only when my computer died at work did I lose the bookmark. And then you gave it to me yeah. just a couple weeks ago. So I'm I'm back full force, and I I may have missed a few months. At the during the summer when I was homeschooling and you there's, know there's flooding, an amazing... cleaning up a basement that flooded. There you go. go. That's that'll that'll take your your that'll take number one in your priorities real fast. Yeah, priorities. Uh, exactly. There was an amazing blind item uh, article uh, about a blind item. Sorry, my mistake. About did you read this one about the Playboy vault underneath and all the pictures and videos like yes, eight millimeter stuff? Yes, I know stuff? about that. Oh, fuck. I wow. read it. And, and all the names that were listed, like Bo Dolly Parton, like, you know, in her prime nude in, really? the, in the grotto, like sex tapes with Heather Locklear and fucking Catherine Bach. And I mean, a lot of pre-fame stuff, but also mm -hmm. during um, James, James Brown, Bill Cosby. And the basically the, the guy who was invited, he was invited. The, pre the premise was he had there were some Polaroids that with his that belonged to him, but he was just wearing like a goofy shirt on it was it wasn't anything uh, horrendous and this was after Hugh had died Hugh Hefner and uh they took him into this place that it was it was sealed electronically so if your phone went through it would literally wipe mm -hmm. out everything on your phone or your laptop or whatever so you had to confiscate that before you had to drop it off before you went in and this was perfectly like climate controlled like yes. armor plated everything and he he asked what what's all this shit and the guys they were watching him and the guard were watching him sort of laughing at him looking at all this stuff like oh you know <laughs> the holy grail of like sex tapes and celebrity sex tapes. celebrity sex tapes and he said and he asked the guy what are you supposed to what are you going to do with all this and he said well Hugh, uh my dad Hugh Hefner said that um he he already like the the people that are involved in any of the videos, they trusted him to keep that to himself. That's the trust they had in him, wow. and and so that and they he, they said no, you hold on to it, it's fine. Uh, he offered to you know give it back to them just to make sure it doesn't get into the wrong hands or whatever, and they trusted him more than they wanted to be responsible for it, which they could have just destroyed their stuff. And then he said, I was never going to sell it. He said he was never going to sell it. It would be it's not meant for public consumption. And, but they asked him, how much do you think it'd be worth? He said, oh, easily a billion dollars in, in terms yeah, of selling it to sure. porn sites, you know, oh for gosh, money. Are you kidding? All those names? I oh, mean, yes. We're talking to people that didn't read the blind item. Yeah. We're talking over like thousands. Yes. Of and over pieces 10 of decades. material. Yeah. Of, of people that go way back, like Marilyn Monroe and yep. James Dean and, and, all kinds of compromising, homosexual, heterosexual, yes. orgies, Thre threesomes, and he Everything. and Hugh Hefner's in it. He's directing it. He's there. He's fucking yeah. Pamela Anderson sex tapes. I'm like, well, that's that's kind of normal. <laughs> that's that's very common now, unfortunately. But um, the uh, it's it was just a fascinating blind item. So I suggest you check that out. It's on Crazy Days and Nights, but the AGC blind site, uh, the main page actually lists the names because they did the legwork for you. 
that mm-hmm. who it who it has to be based on the hints, and the hints were fantastic. Sports stars, it's unbelievable. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, the next bit, a little digression. Uh, number five, Howard, a bit over eager to hear about Siobhan's fake pussy orgasms, mm. and he had Siobhan on, and uh, we, this is going against our whack packer, no whack packer eat yeah. it. But I, this uh, Raven definitely wanted to hear some of this stuff on the show. Yeah, it's out of sympathy for her. It, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that um, she's a long time whack packer, and I had to explain like to Kayla, who is a newer listener since 2010, 2010 exactly yeah. who Siobhan was. And mm-hmm. she just, she goes, she was way, way back in like the eight, late eighties. I think, I think she so. was one of the first transsexuals that Howard ever witnessed or got mm-hmm. to view their parts. Yes. Trying to be respectful of Siobhan. Anyway, she's lived in kind of like a poverty thing with a lot of cats in New York city and barely scraping by her whole life. So she just wanted she wants, you know, enough to survive. She's not asking for a lot, like a high pitch Eric or something. No. And I'm sorry, I keep saying she. It and they called the same in thing. Howard, and it was giving an update of its life. And now we get to hear how the MPD Wiggy handles her when it comes to real human emotion. And this mm-hmm. is why I had you pull this, is because Bob D. I know your ears are going to burn when this is played. But just how horrible it must be to be associated with this man. Yeah. And you, you've done everything you can for him, and this is what you get in return. Mm-hmm. So, so I'll play that. Retro, I'm going to play these in reverse, but this is the one. I can't even afford to buy socks. Anything else, Robin? Because I need to. I can't even afford to buy socks anymore, you know? No. Well, all right. Well, hey, I'm glad to hear you're doing okay. And uh... <laughs> just, oh. he just he let that wash right over him, right past him. Yeah. Did didn't matter. It was like Ignore. he's asking, "Hey, you want to you want some cream in your coffee?" You know, it's awful. Yeah. Just... yeah. So, but the other clip from that is he was very intent to hear about uh, uh, Siobhan's surgery. Mm-hmm. Damn good job! I got to tell you, everything works. You know. It's pretty when, when you say stuff. when when you say everything works, Siobhan, and, and clear this up for me because I've heard so many different stories of transgender people's you know vaginas when they have the full surgery. Uh, Are you able to have an orgasm or not? I can have a double orgasm. Okay. Like, All right, that's good to know. Clitoris and whole, holy hole, honey hole. The concentr- the level of concentration that he that he forced himself to have for that is yeah. strangely odd for someone who who wasn't listening to his tales of poverty. No, but he, he was intent to hear about this sex organ, uh, the sex organ operation that he'd already had ages ago. And I'm sure he asked him about it then too. Why else? Unless you were thinking about getting it yourself, go ahead. He really, uh, okay. I'm trying to avoid any puns here. He, yep. He really just grilled her on it. It's, it, it, it's, it's a common mistake because, well, guys, I'm sorry. Siobhan existed on the show at times when it was a he or a she or both. You know, like he didn't identify, now identifies with, with just gender neutral, I suppose. And um, anyway, go ahead. Well, he even asked Siobhan if um, it still had to put something in its vagina to keep it open. Yeah. Stint, like in yeah. the old days. 
And she kind of blew past it and basically is just like, yeah, everything works. But you're right. The level of concentration he had, he didn't stutter. Yep. His words came out right. There there was no denture slipping, no, um, no tells of any lying, which is how we always know that something's fake or it's just made up. Yeah. So the next part of that day uh, that I, got me angry, and I didn't clip all of it because I just made me furious, was more Ben bashing. And yeah. when I hear it now, it's it just, you know, it, it really bothers me. So, But I, I want everybody to hear this nonsense because I know Bob D will love it. I hate to say this, but and I feel so bad what I'm about to say. My first game with my dad is magical. Like my magical. memory of it was, <laughs> it was one of the greatest fucking days of my life. My dad took me, the grass was greener than it was on TV. I remember, I think they were playing like the Pirates or something like that. We had the greatest day. He showed me how he did it. Was, it was like one of the best days ever, my first baseball game ever. Yeah, that sounds like um, bullshit to me. But That sounds like a fairy not. tale. How- and I had to add the Gary stuff because as much as we give Bowie shit, I don't deny that he loved his dad and he probably you know is a good father mm-hmm. to his own kids. And because yeah. uh, we're not we're not going to you know, shit on him for everything, guys. I'm sorry. And um, and uh, if, if you have a good relationship with your parents, that kind of, you know, makes the person seem more human, at least more human. And he has to shit on it. Wiggy has to shit on that. Of course. Right. Yeah. He even says he, he, he calls it bullshit. It's right. not bullshit. It's just foreign to you. You asshole. <laughs> exactly. You don't understand what it's like. To love your kids, to want to do stuff with them, to to enjoy an experience on the field with them, whether they're playing or watching or both, you you have no idea. Right. Your your heart is so closed off and cold. It's ridiculous. I can't even relate to somebody like him. Not let alone the money and all, but like right. the idea that he doesn't have interaction with his kids and never wanted to. The only no. thing I ever wanted in life, Fillmore, was kids. Really. That's it. I, my dream was to raise kids and have a great time, you know, once you get through the diaper stuff and all that and they talk and walk, it is phenomenal to watch them grow and call them out on stuff and, and have arguments and have them outwit me now -hmm. that they're getting older. I've got a preteen and a teen, so Mm -hmm. he's going to start driving. She's coming at me full force Yeah, and it's just amazing. Yeah. And, and there's days, oh, you know. I'm ready to kill those kids. I've had to leave you and go yell at them. That's part of the deal. And that's the beauty of it. And that's what Wiggy will never get. That's the gift in life. He will never get. He doesn't have a chance at it. Robin either. Neither. And what I love is that there's so many people yet in this world that are can relate to us and our stories and Mm -hmm. family and friends and caring Wow. When you're dealing with not just Wiggy, but like all these Hollywood types, there's there's just a lack of that emotional quality of caring and empathy. Okay. It's really hard to find. This is a serious question that's unusual. Like, I know it's, it might seem stupid to anybody listening already because we all sort of travel along the same highway in terms of the group. But um, do you th- really believe that his kids hate him? Hmm. Well, if they never knew love from them, then they can't really have anything to measure it with. They can't be let down because they never had it. 
Uh-huh. So you're kind of just stuck with, well, other kids' dads do these things, but my yeah. dad does this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I don't think they know any worse because they've always had a really good life. I don't feel okay. too bad for them in that respect. That's what they were born into. We all yeah. we all buy a lottery ticket when we're birthed, and yeah. what we get is what we get. Mm-hmm. It's what you make out of it and how you tell your story. Yeah. So. I hope they're telling a good story. Yeah, I hope they, I hope they have. I, 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 <laughs> I want to hear it someday. I would pay money to get the Ashley, Deborah, uh, Emily book published about stories of being raised by a narcissist. Because uh, on a psychological level, because that fascinates me. That's why the NPD right. episodes that we do, they they we did so many of them because there's so many fucking layers of the onion to peel back. And we're not done yet, guys. I mean, that that we're just taking a little break. Bob D, by the way, stepping it up with a new microphone. So we're all this. That's what they, all the all the we're going to plug Patreon again. Thank you for the Patreon members, because you are helping us sound better. And um, and by, you know, just, you know, leaps and bounds. So thank you so much for all the existing uh, Patreon subscribers and hope a bunch of you other people uh yeah, buy a calendar, you cheap fucks, as well. <laughs> and, uh, just the, thank just you, the, everybody. Le- less than a dollar a month, according to Patreon's new um, uh, uh, discount uh, uh, package. So uh, we'll continue the rest of this clip because I, I found it a uh, very c- contrast, a, a great contrast between Bowie's experiences and then uh, Wiggy's experience. But also, you've got JD the flying, the laugh track. JD is a laugh track in this clip. That's all he is for when Wiggy says something. Yeah. But why would your father make it a pleasant day? I don't even understand what you're talking about. <laughs> my dad, my dad, my dad I, the, the theory I have of my dad is that he had, he had like you know 20 jobs by the time he was nine, and you know he lived in extreme poverty, and uh, he was angry about it. I mean, he he never went to a psychiatrist to figure it out. So like by the time he got a hold of me, he's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck you," <laughs> you know, like. Rrr. Nobody ever think, took me to a game. Uh, no, this is this is where uh, 79 gets all of his signals crossed. Ben was not angry. He was a doer. He was yeah. he was eight. He was type A and he he had a hard life. Absolutely. There's no question. But he was of that great generation where you fuck it. It's manifest destiny. You make your shit happen. Yeah. And you, your kids don't care about your hardships. You got to get going. You got to do what you got to do. And yes, he worked late hours, but then he spent all weekends with the kids. So, I mean, he, he was a mensch like Ben Stern. Absolutely. I, I, uh, he's, he's number one in our books. Absolutely. Uh, Ben did what was required of men at that time. And he went above and beyond because of all the things that he gave to Wiggy. And you never hear mention of Ellen. No. And what he might may have done for her. And I'm sure he did. Yeah. But the fact that he always rewrites Wiggy rewrites his history against Ben in such an awful manner. It it's it's a hard lesson. And you yeah. know Ray signed on to be the mom at home. Mm-hmm. She never had aspirations of a job. No. So they had this agreement. He would work, she would take care of the house. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a decent marriage. They're still together. Sixty mm-hmm. some years now. Yeah. And he just can't put it together. He has no idea what grateful means no. and how lucky he was in counting his blessings. Yeah. So that's why we hate him, guys. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's, what, one, that's of one, of the, one of the myriad of reasons, yeah. I don't think there was one aspect of me my father enjoyed. You know, <laughs> I don't, I'm pretty sure. But it didn't it, have anything to do with you, Howard. It was 
you know, yeah. the, the, his life that upset him. Two narcissists using the rest of the world to blame for their fucking problems. And she's got it like she's got a coax king baby like she got to turn him into oh you know you're it couldn't have been you it couldn't have been you it was you it was you he was ben was disappointed in him absolutely he still loved them the way a father would but he was an incredible disappointment in every stress like in every facet of the the word and robin just gaslights him and eggs him on and just tries to push him off a cliff and i think so <laughs> that's what she's done for 35 40 years so that's all she, she knows the script this next clip she never is goes lit- off script. This is the shortest clip I ever made. Ben wanted me to be 35 and capable as opposed to 66 now and useless as tits on a bull. My dad wanted me to be born 35 years old and never act like a yeah. child. That was yeah. his theory of life. He this is just this is wiggy. This is projection like yes. A++ plus plus projection. You called right? it. That's what yeah. I was going to say. That's yeah. we- He's been doing going off in my head left and right. He's been doing it for since forever, and this is just more of it. But um, I, I just there and there that clip, by the way, is part of maybe five minutes of or forty minutes of a discussion about Ben and you know ping pong productions and a lot of stuff right. you guys have already heard. So I didn't want to go into that yet oh, no. again. Don't do filler. that. Now, everybody, we're taking you into October seventh, and uh, we're gonna we got quite. This is where we got most of the clips. So the first one is called. Number one, the worst thing about Eddie Van Halen's death is, hey, let's talk about me instead. <laughs> I got the news yesterday around, uh, oh, I don't know, jeez, uh, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, that Eddie Van Halen had died. I was in the middle of reading about myself. <laughs> oh. First day yesterday, I was reading about hundreds of millions of dollars in my new contract with Sirius XM. It's all done deal. and. I was going to say, you know what it means to be a millionaire. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm I'm on a Bob, uh, like I don't know what you're going to make of that 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 was 15 seconds in. That was the fastest turnaround I've ever heard based on a memorial in my life, like a would be memorial. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead David. Bob D if you're setting yourself on fire right now, please stop because we need you desperately. <laughs> this is so awful. On right. an MPD scale, it's like a two kajillion from one yeah. to ten. Yeah. So awful. It was, and when he started off about Eddie, and Ed, I say Eddie, but like I know him, Eddie Van Halen's death was really a big moment for a lot of us Tons. Gen Xers. A lot of people are, you know, in their 40s, in their 50s, even in their 30s. Like, right. So he has no emotion in his voice. It's none. It's just like, la da 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 da, you know. Yeah. And then it's all about, it's all about him, Fillmore. <laughs> I was so. going to say it was, it was like math, but he can't do math. So I have to use another analogy. Um, so yeah, <laughs> here's another minute in this. Roll. Well, I was reading this. You're rolling. Dough. <laughs> I I called my accountant. I said, "Where's my dough? Where is this money?" I have to tell you, you know, when uh, Trump says fake news, you kind of laugh, but it is fake news. I I will confess to you because I've always been honest with the audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and about that, I want my money back. I want my two dollars. Um, I have seen no contract. <laughs> I have heard nothing about this money. 
I have no fucking clue where that story came from, but there were two separate stories. Bloomberg News. They and were the first, I think. They were not. They actually, no? there's a financial something or other that you have to subscribe to that came out with this news. Oh. Okay. And, and everyone was like um, congratulating me. Now, one moment here. Now, let's we're going to before we go further into that, there's the the one thing I'm going to look up here. I've got it on my screen is the New York Post from the 7th of October, the same day. And okay. they, I, I wanted to use I wanted to read through this because they addressed the Bloomberg article that he's talking about, which I think also was on a paywall. So I wasn't going to fucking pay money to, to or is Billboard or I think Billboard was the paywall. Either way, it was. Uh, I'm che- I, I, I subscribe to certain magazines, but I'm not I'm, I'm at my saturation level, so I'm not. I've got all the newspapers I want. I'm not paying for to find out about this bullshit. So, uh, shock jock Howard Stern told listeners on Wednesday that he's not close to a new contract with SiriusXM, but would be if he were getting paid a reported 120 million a year. You and I, and just about everybody, believe this is Don Buckwald bullshit being planted out there because they're all taking the story and running with it as if it's real news. That's his offer. That's what he's him and Buckwald are offering Sirius. Yeah, for him to come in, that's like his high bid. So right. then they'll come in with a counter bid of like, okay, well, ten million. <laughs> Take it. Yeah, <laughs> we've looked at your numbers, and he's like, yeah. what numbers? There's no numbers here. I'm like, oh right. no, we have numbers. Yeah. So and we've just we'll and we've just we've discussed at length. They've already paid for twelve years of the replays starting from the last contract. And I I'm just going to go real quick before I go back into that article, guys. There's a, a 2015 one that I'll just to give you an idea of going back into old contracts. This one was released 2015, uh, the 15th of December. So it's always in the end of his con the end of his contract. Yes. He waits to the last moment to announce anything. Stern will stay on the air through 2020. The partners will move into video programming, and Sirius <laughs> will have access to the hosts audio and video library for 12 years so the end of 2007 is when that the replays end so they own his brand Sirius XM they already have him they don't need him physically they've got his tapes if they want so what leverage does he have so what leverage does he have none other than being part of the brand the face I'm sad to say he is part of the face, even though it's Photoshopped to hell, <laughs> of the company and their ads. Yeah. He will uh, give them some kind of credentials as a company. Because people mm-hmm. don't know. People, it's, it's one of those things like, oh, yeah, that, that guy. But they don't listen. They don't, they don't realize how awful the show is. They just know him as a past thing. And they figure, oh, that's just not for me. There must be somebody listening. Okay. And, yeah, there's like a 100 of us on Facebook. So come and join us. So this, in this case, guys, I'm going to go back a little. I'm going to go back and forth with these articles. CNN Money from December 9th of 2010 had a bunch of analysts explain about the new deal he signed then, which was way less than – it was a lot of money, but it was way less than the first deal. And uh, so they had different people. Uh, Brett Harris, Gabellian Company. I don't think Howard, and Howard Stern is as important as he was five years ago, especially to Sirius, which has such a broad content lineup. But I do think they want to make sure nobody else has him, and they'd much rather have demand for Howard or just sort of peter out over the next five years than have a big newsworthy event that just gives people an excuse to cancel. So a lot of these kind of mirror the, the thoughts of this stuff is repetitious. It, it becomes a story every five years, and they, a lot of them say the same thing. 
thing. Um, it says, um, okay, when I pull a number out of the air, I'd say he goes from getting 100 million to getting 60 or 70 million or a 30 or 40% pay cut. I don't think they're going to get the 50% knockdown they got with, say, Martha Stewart because he is the, quote, Oprah of radio. Mm. <laughs> he's a big black woman. Uh, he's fantastic, but it'll probably be, probably be significant. He's going to get a lower total number, but they're not going to disclose it because they don't want to bruise his ego. No, that's <laughs> okay. great. So, so it, it says, and then the next person, uh, Barton Crockett, Lazard, Lazard Capital. I don't know these fucking names, so guys, forgive me if I've bastardized them. Um, it says, uh, we would guess that maybe one to two million subscriptions came into Sirius five years ago because of Howard Stern, and that would be basically close to a wash, a, a wash, they misspelled this on the website, uh, with what they're paying him. If he left and lost all those subscriptions, you'd have to lower subscriptions but you'd also have to lower revenue and costs, which would also be close to a wash in terms of earnings. So mm. because of the money they would have had to pay him anyway at that time, even if you lose the subscriptions, you don't have to pay him. So it is, it's, it's not like you're losing money per se. It doesn't add up to me. What they pay him, even though it includes staff like Robin and Fred and Gary, right. I still have a hard time believing, but... I'm really bad with corporate stuff. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a worker cog, and yeah, so I'm, I'm not a business-minded person here. But in my opinion, this mon this money that this company throws around to Howard and its executives, it's it's highly inflated. Yeah, well, that's it, and they don't they never corroborate it or deny really it. Weird. They deny certain things, and they don't. Uh, and other times, they don't. For the one from 2015, it says, uh, "Okay, this morning, I'm very pleased to announce and excited that we'll be here for the next five years." Stern told his audience, um, "Okay, uh, the deal was part of a broader 12-year agreement under which he will continue to post blah 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 for the next five years. It includes plans for SiriusXM to launch its first venture into video programming with Stern. The mm-hmm. video plans will be announced at a future date." <laughs> will include video of the Howard Stern as well as the Howard Stern archives and special programming, the company said. It's 2020. That app is now just YouTube channel. And, like, is there a video app on this? Yes, the... there is. Okay. So I, on, did, okay. I did my research on this one. But it's not and... what he was going on about 360, which he claimed was going to be, well, you choose the camera angle. And I'm like, well, where's the behind the wig cam? We don't get that one. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that never happened. That never happened. No. That was bullshit. It's, it's across the whole serious gamut okay. of channels. Okay. So everything from Hits 1 through like Jenny McCarthy's show through um, BPM, Beats Per Minute, the electronic music channel, they all have their own videos. I, okay. I kind of took like just a general survey of what's out there. And Howard has a ton of videos. He's got snippets of musical stuff. That, a lot of the stuff they show on Saturdays for their music thing either unplugged or just studio guests. And then they have, even today, like I watched uh, Sal's first time on the show with Gary and how he became a member of the show or associated with the show. So they do post those things, but it's really just like a minute or two. It's not like interviews. You can get the whole interview. Mm -hmm. I just, I don't really hear people discussing any of that or posting any of that, which we Mm -hmm. would technically see if, you know, in this day and age. So, um, yeah, the video goes for the whole company. It's not just Howard 
alone. Yeah, it, it's not specifically him. So again, the, but that's uh, this is um, I'm going to read a couple of the Reddit comments from a year ago. Uh, it talks about uh, it says the, the title is I love how over two years of promoting Howard 360 has become short videos of fucking show clips on the shitty serious app. I'm blown away of ha- how awesome it is. Totally lives up to the hype. So there's one guy says um, the um, okay. Uh, okay, remember when Howard was saying they're developing brand new, never before used technology to get Howard 360 up and running? Cut to a website that rarely works and two minute clips of shows from 2002, even though it would literally be easier to just upload the entire show. Mm-hmm. Um, think of the man, man hours spent trying to chop around Artie's existence, oh. which is 100% true. There, there's um, another guy post pretty much anything Howard has done beyond the core radio show has flopped or never come to fruition. His Channel 9 show wasn't making money. Cost versus return. Good ratings, but not worth the investment. His CBS show got slaughtered in its time slot. The Private Parts soundtrack was not a hit. Howard even mentioned once he was surprised it wasn't. The movie got positive reviews, but was not a huge hit in general. Howard Stern, the early years, I think he means the high school years, was never produced, despite the claim he'd been working on it for years. The E! show died when he went to Sirius. Son of the Beach was a total flop. Total. Uh, Howard has a big audience, but never seemed to realize it was an audience of convenience. Yes, some people were fanatics that listened to every second. Most were just people that put him on while they were in the car. Well, that brings up a great question. Now that people are working from home and... How has that affected his numbers? Is that something I would think has gone down that he often says people listen any time of the day now. He's even defended this Mm -hmm. objection I have about COVID killing his show because people just have too many other important things to do in life, like (laughs) school their kids and find time to work and all the regular stuff and make money. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I, I really, I'm fingers crossed 100% that he's just taken a total nosedive this year on ratings and they know that i'm certain of it and they have that in their back pocket so his brand is only worth so much every year just diminishing returns one more post i'll read real quick and then we'll go back into the thing my wife was qa i think it was quality assistance or quality control basically that's what that acronym means for the team that developed the new sirius app and can confirm that sirius is a cheap-ass company that's outsourcing as much code as possible she was constantly frustrated with the shitty management of the entire project and couldn't wait for it to finish Apparently, their office in Dallas is a nasty little den of Indians and neckbeards, all constantly looking for other jobs. <laughs> still, She's still working with Sirius, but on new head units. Maybe they'll find some way to shoehorn a novelty H100 feature into GM's 2020 lineup. So, QA is quality assurance. Is it quality assurance? Okay, my, yeah. my, my bad. That's a standard uh, corporate term. Insiders say, this was from the 2015 article, insiders say that Stern's salary isn't as much as Sirius XM pays out because of how much it goes towards expensive for the show, mm-hmm. expenses for the show. Uh, and then they bring up the bonuses he made in the first contract, which is irrelevant to this. Like, it's, right. you know, that a lot of it says, while Sir- long time ago. It says here, uh, while Sirius XM won't disclose how many of its 29 million subscribers tune into Stern, analysts view the host as an important retention tool. Indeed, scores of fans have taken to social media and called the show to declare they'd cancel the service without Stern. In 2015, not happening. Sorry. And it only got worse. I'm sorry. This whole business model in this day and age isn't going to work. So until we get life back to normal after COVID, Mm -hmm. I just see this as like a sinking ship Mm -hmm. and they are scrounging for uh you know when when things start going bad companies a lot of times will just start making big moves Mm -hmm. all like chess moves all over the place but in the end they mean nothing and they all end up in the same place but it makes them look good like they're trying to do something 
Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, they're just shuffling money from one executive to another. Absolutely. And they're advertising, you know, these three companies that they bought, which we'll get into. So I think it's just, it's a strange time. The mm-hmm. stock market, mm-hmm. this company, this contract. I mean, it couldn't be a worse time for him to have to negotiate. Oh, yes, so absolutely. I think, I think it's, you know, Sirius has the upper hand here. And it's just a matter of time until we see how it plays out. That's right. So I'm going to read a little bit more of this and then because the, the reason why we wanted to wait to get on this was because we wanted the subsequent articles to be released. So, for example, yeah. hey, OK, um, there was a, his his contract talks have created months of speculation that the shock jock could retire or seek to move to move to a rival like Spotify, which recently shelled out close to 200 million for Bill Simmons sports podcast firm, The Ringer, and more than 100 million for the exclusive rights to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Now, <clears throat> I don't know Bill. I know Bill Simmons. I just didn't know he had a, a, a this. I've never heard of the Ringer because I've got own things, my own things that I've been listening to for ages now. When it comes to sports, um, if he's owned, if his his, his rights are owned by uh, Spot uh, Sirius XM for the replays, he can't go to Spotify anyway. So that's that's a retarded notion. We he couldn't he go there with new content? He, with new content, absolutely. But I'm sure Sirius has him in some kind of a holding deal. Because right. you don't you don't pay like what's what's the draw if your your guy is on another platform completely alien to yourself and you still got his archives it make no sense so I'm sure the Spotify thing is nonsense and this is exactly what it says in the article Bloomberg reported Tuesday that Stern's team Stern's team had preliminary quote talks with Spotify yeah. which didn't get very far and sources <laughs> close to the spot of close to Spotify confirmed that the Swedish streaming giant is not in a bidding war for Stern and has no plans Ooh. to poach him <laughs> and it says here there was never a serious pursuit of Stern by Spotify said a source familiar with Spotify's strategy strategy reps for Stern didn't immediately return a request for comment Spotify declined to comment declined to comment so that 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 was from the New York Post which loves to fucking take shots at him Oh, they do. That's great. Yeah. Um, so, well, yeah, go ahead. You're, I have a great analogy for you. Mm-hmm. So, like, the, uh, Sirius has him till 2027, his archives. Yep. yep. Right? So, if he goes, he can't be spreading his ass cheeks for everybody nope. with old content. He's got to keep that at Sirius. But he can go do new interviews sure. somewhere else Yeah. on his on a different platform, whether mm-hmm. it's Spotify or you know, a third party that we don't even know about. Right. Then, yeah, he can, he can give us that, but he can't use clips of anything from the past. No. Until after that 2027, which is an odd number to me. Right. Because if it was 2026, it would be five years from, say, another contract this year. Mm-hmm. And that would time up better. But who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, I believe. I, I want to uh, see what else you have clipped. Uh, it's spe- it's speculative. And yes, and we'll get through all of that, but it was speculation based on also, like, a pe- pe- we've been talking about it, and, and Sam, in other shows, we've made noises about it. It, it They'll never refute the, the numbers that they get thrown out because it makes him look like he's hot shit. But in actual fact, um, he must have taken a huge pay cut each contract because of declining numbers and subs and what have you. Like, yeah. just they couldn't promise him all that. Anyway, we'll, con- we'll continue the 15 seconds of this clip and go into the rest. Yeah, I got a, a how I found out about it was I got a text from a friend who said, you already know this, but I just thought I'd send it to you anyway. And I yeah. Thought, what is he talking about? 
So they're talking about their deal. Like, does he have a deal? And this is continues. This next clip, deal or no deal? Yeah, listen, I, I'm ready to take that deal if I can get it. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded awesome. Yeah. Uh, they were uh, comparing your salary to some CEOs, and you're way up there. Yeah, I beat all uh, of the them. The CEO, CEO, list. in the uh, in the imaginary CEO scale, because uh, <laughs> the, 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 this is unbelievable. So first, I called my accountant. I said, "Wow, did you?" Because he sent me an article about it. I said, "Yeah, this is all great, but it's not true." I mean. Okay, so he's stuttering a bit. Who knows what they already have planned? It sounds to me like they've already, in my opinion, they've already got some kind of lock-in for him, like the offer. He's got an offer, but it's low, and he's not going to disclose it. They're not going to disclose it. He will stay on, but it'll be for even like an hour less per... That was my original... A year ago, I said that's what's going to happen. An hour less per day. Okay, I'd buy that. Three days a week. Yeah, Uh, it's going to be limited from what it already is. Yeah, I just noticed the off the charts giddiness and Robin and even Howard gets some lift in his voice on this, which, you know, when he's talking about Siobhan not being able to buy socks, he does not have that excitement in his voice. No, he doesn't. He, uh, yeah, he's and this is his bidding war. We're right. witnessing it live. <laughs> but he, the, the gift, I, I think I posted on the thread, the, the thread that it was pertinent to um, from Dumb and Dumber when Jim Carrey's car- when Lloyd goes up to the bar and sticks out his ass and he, he tells, tells the Harry, putting out the vibe. <laughs> he's just like, look, nobody's, nobody's paying attention to him. His ass no. is stuck off. <laughs> That's the equivalent. If like this, this contract fluff shit would be the equivalent of that if it was a GIF. My real? agent, my Where agent Don. The paperwork? <laughs> I, well, I called my, our agent Don and I said, Don. Do, do we have any kind of paper or anything I can read? He goes, no, we don't. There's no truth to this. And we were both kind of baffled by it. But yeah, the good news is, according to, and again, I don't follow the stock market at all. Are you following all. the newspaper and telling us good news from the newspaper? Yeah, well, I know I, what I, the good news was that the stock, according to the newspaper, went up on the announcement oh, that, that I had this deal. Okay. Yeah. Which is just something that serious mm-hmm. press released to try to change the stock. Like, How convenient. Uh, yeah, isn't it? So it sounds to me like under the table, they're like, they know they're going to get lowballed by Sirius. They'll take whatever they can fucking get if they get anything. Um, but gun to your head right now. Do you think he comes back? Like you have to choose. It's got to be one or the other. Do you think he's coming back? There's my heart versus my head. My head says yes. My heart says no. <laughs> <laughs> In a begging, pleading on my knees voice. Yeah. I yeah, think, think first. Yeah. You think I he's coming back? I know him too well. Yeah. I really do. He's such a fucking narcissist and he can't go without having a platform to voice his whatever with the world. I agree. And these people have nothing. His staff is not leaving him. No one's going anywhere. Except Ronnie. Yeah, maybe. they might live in Alabama or Maine yeah. or Florida yeah. or yeah. Las Vegas, but they're still promising to do the show on the computer. And that's so- what the world's coming to. Well, that's. Do you think that's exactly it? It's just basically going to be well because of COVID. They've realized now that they yeah. don't need to be in studio. So and what's going to happen why, with that fucking studio? A hundred percent. That's why he's going to get less money because there's no overhead in the studio. There you go. So bingo, bingo. It, would, it yeah. would make perfect sense, and you're right because of his narcissism, he can't not have a forum, and he's not going to yeah. go on Twitter, which is a, a disaster for him. That's not a forum. That's like Scrubs. And uh, it's not he's not going to create his own channel because he doesn't want to spend Mm-mm. a nickel. So no he way. doesn't want to do any work. Nope. Everything's set up for him in place. Yep. It's just he's got what are his expenditures? Seriously, like 
just cat litter, uh, wine, potatoes. <laughs> I don't know. Wig glue. Zannies for <laughs> Adderall. <laughs> yeah, well, I, yeah, exactly. And, and almonds, almonds, almonds and frozen almonds. strawberries, man. Like that stock went. Frozen I bought stock in almonds. <laughs> Blue diamond went through the roof yesterday. And I said, well, that's good because I do have stock in the company. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was a, an astronomical article that uh, I was getting all this money and I've signed, a, you know, I'm close to signing a brand new five year deal. And I can tell you, um, it is not true. It is just it is not like true. You own serious. <laughs> I know. Don't I mean, if, well. I was like reading it and I went, well, you know, then I read it in the New York Post and I read it on the Daily Mail. And um... OK, so I can't play much more than that, but it's it's more of the same shit. But That's the next funny. one, the next one's real, real, uh, real fast. It's Adam Levine, Pelican negotiator. It's only 20 seconds. Here, I got an email. I don't think you'll mind me sharing this with you. I woke up this morning and. uh Adam Levine of Maroon 5 was the first one to write me. He goes, if what if what the papers are saying is true, I hate you. <laughs> That's so awesome, you rich fuck. <laughs> now, I thought, well, whether it's cool. true or not, like crowbarring Adam Levine's into, name into it as if that's going to get you your deal that you want, like this, this that you've press released. Bullshit. Um, yeah, go ahead. Quick question for the chat. Bob D, is that a real email or a fake email? Did Adam write that or did Howard write that? Right. Just curious on your thoughts. That's a good question. Uh, number four, desperation smells like almonds. To my beautiful, loyal fans who always stick with me, <laughs> I want you to know, with peace and love, you'll be the first ones to know if I have a deal and I am staying peace at serious. Peace and love. But I am telling you with 100% truth with my hand over my heart, I don't have anywhere near a deal. I don't know what the fuck and where this comes from. I was speculating that lies he's been doing this hulk negotiating on air for since the fucking donna time so i i think there is a deal in place but it's for literally peanuts or almonds and and he just doesn't want to say because if the numbers really did come out he'd be embarrassed as shit also it would constitute insider trading and he could possibly be hurting people's earning financials for the year yeah by um people with you know, the knowledge of what's going to happen and who stand to profit the most, who have the most invested in the company. Yeah. Also, he's always held um, tight on this announcement till the end of the year when nobody can question him on it. Nobody can mm -hmm. call in or mm -hmm. staff can't even get a passive aggressive email in if they That's want. That's right. Yeah. And the, the staff Christmas party has already gone down. There's no oh, scuttlebutt. You just leave. Right. <laughs> You're reading my mind. I was just about to say. And by the way, staff. Sorry, but no Christmas party this year. Is really, really upset. Not, yeah. and you're on your own. So enjoy the <laughs> Howard, tuna popcorn you get. <laughs> Howard, Howard, Howard just sent a beautiful note to COVID nineteen for saving him some scratch on the Christmas party. This loves yeah. COVID. Okay, so I think uh, I'm gonna go. Just go skip ahead, straight ahead to the next clip, which is in a lather about Edward Van Halen. I remember going to see, um, I never saw the David Lee Roth version of uh, Van Halen, but I went to see. Uh, this is what I don't fucking understand. There is only one real Van Halen. I like the fucking Sammy Hagar years. Some of the, some of the songs I do actually like. But if you mm -hmm. had a chance, and he was DJing at that time. They were huge. With, with, they were huge with David Lee Roth. And one of the best concert draws 
like one of the best concert acts of all time in that in that heyday. How would you not even get like a radio, like the U.S. festival back in 81 or 82, which was huge. And so the videos on YouTube, they were touring constantly. How would he have right. not seen them at that time, even as a promo? Even backstage, you know, yeah. if he doesn't want to be out with the common folk, he could still stand backstage and watch this amazing show. I watched whatever year they toured North America with David Lee. I went, I think it might have been 2008. Yeah, that was that was the the one they or two thousand seven. Whatever it was, I went yeah. down to Philly with a friend. We saw yeah. it. We had a great time. Mm-hmm. Great show. Played yeah. all the everything you wanted to hear. So yeah. it was like a bucket list. It was a no brainer. Yeah. And uh, for Wiggy so, to say this after he's had these guys on the show so many times back in the day. Yeah, you cannot be a fan if you didn't go to see them in their heyday. I mean, no offense to Sammy Hagar. He was great in Montrose. He, even some of his solo stuff is decent. And I like Sammy Hagar as a person. He seems like a really nice guy. Uh, yeah. But, but, um, but you, you, there's no comparison between the two. So. Right. Anyway, let's I, yeah, I love yeah. Sammy, just for the record. Yeah. But yep. David always had my heart. Yep, Diamond Dave all the way. When Sammy uh, first joined up, and uh, I remember I just wanted to be Eddie Van Halen. I was like, man, this is the coolest fucking guy. First of all, good looking dude. I mean, I'm a dude, mm. but, you know, mm-hmm. I, I always said women want to sleep with him and guys want to be him. And by the way, We're Edward both. Van Halen, he was not a sex symbol. Like, this is the thing I don't understand. No. He was he um, was adored as a player, as a musician. Yeah, for sure. But he, Diamond Dave was the the, the heartthrob. Dave was the draw, yeah. You, wasn't there that famous? Eddie was number two. That, there's that sure. famous Chaps photo of uh, David Lee Roth looking in the mirror. That was mm-hmm. in like a, a shitload of women's rooms, you know, with the his ass cheeks hanging out. And uh, I mean, I I I know I only know it because Dave put it in his book, uh, Crazy from the Heat, which is a great read if you can find it. He released it in '95 after they did that ill-fated um reunion thing where they just for the greatest hits album they put out a couple of um songs with um uh, they'd already gotten rid of sammy and or they were about to and they got the gary sharon guy from extreme okay. but then they had dave sing two new songs which were just in the in the can in the vault and they were one of them was awesome me wise magic magic is just classic van halen groove anyway uh so he was lathering up about eddie van halen he had that like kind of muscular body, like like a skinny muscular rock star body, <laughs> like a wire kind of. Yeah. yeah, had great hair. Uh, who obs- I never thought of this like like Eddie Van Halen like that. that to me, it was guitar first, songs second, yeah. like or or like interchangeable. Uh, anyway, yeah, I I, <laughs> I just I, that music always got me. It, yeah. it, it, and Dave always got the attention first, so. The fucking harmonies. Anyway, so the next one, number six, I was just writing Eddie a note. Memories. My saddest memory is, and I'm the biggest schmuck on the planet. Uh, I I told you, if you read my book, I was in no condition to be friends with anyone. But many, many years ago, still aren't many years ago, Eddie would reach out to me on a regular basis. He'd call me a couple of times a week at home uh, later in the evening. And, you know, I was doing morning radio five days a week, a lot of pressure on me. And uh, but he would call me to talk like what a fucking what a fucking slog to have Eddie Van Halen call me. What an asshole knowing how busy I was getting driven into work every day. And seriously, if he really wanted to learn the guitar, who better to have as a friend than Eddie Van Halen? Come on. Yeah, it was 
it was pretty document. It was pretty well documented. Eddie was a fan of the show, actually. So yeah, it wasn't. Was. It wasn't like I wouldn't have been unheard of for him to do that. Fuck. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't remember the gist of any of the conversations. I just remember them being very long. Eddie doing a lot of talking. And uh, the reason I don't remember is I wasn't really interested in anyone else. <laughs> I had real deep fucking problems. And I just saw it as like, wow, this is really cool. I'm on the phone with Eddie, but Jesus Christ, I have shit I got to do. And I can't sit and listen to this stuff all the night. He was looking for a friend. And, and I wasn't a good friend. I was not. Bob D., that you have at it, sir. This is, this is like we've already chopped off the fucking antelope's head. And you and the rest of the, the, lion, the lion pride can just devour it. <laughs> Your discretion. What an Fuck asshole. you, Howard. Fuck you. Yeah. How dare you? He is a treasure, and you treat him that way? What is wrong with you? Someone needs to slap you silly. Like in the movie Airplane, you know when they're walking down the aisle and they keep beating up the woman? That's what I think Wiggy needs. <laughs> By the way, that may be my favorite gif of all time, the second slap that Leslie Nielsen hits her with before he walks off. All right, so let me play a little bit more of that. Um, and it's a regret of mine. I remember talking. The only thing I remember talking was I was asking about his cancer and the the, um, you know, he had this nutty theory. I thought it was nutty. But, you know, Eddie smoked like a chimney. And I said to him, Eddie, why don't you quit smoking? And he said, no, no, no. It has not. You know, and now a quarter of his tongue had been removed from oral cancer. And he, and I, and he said, no, it's not the cigarettes. He goes, I keep a metal pick in my mouth. Okay, and, and I, I don't know if I need to go through much more of this, but basically he explains how Eddie would talk to him about it. And, uh, you know, it's, I mean, there's no, there's no, who knows? And it's, it's, it's irrelevant now because the guy's dead, unfortunately. Uh, but, you know, you don't cut off a piece of your tongue because there's metal in it. He, he was a lifelong smoker. Zappa was a lifelong smoker. Uh, Carson was a lifelong smoker. And they all died of pretty much, you know, one got emphysema, one got, both, two of them got cancer out of his result. Like, you do the math, guys. Yep. I just want to give a heartfelt rest in peace to Eddie Van Halen. Yeah. And my condolences to Valerie Wolfie and the bands. Yeah. The band members. Yeah. Because apparently, apparently he uh, and Eddie were kind of chatting, text messaging. They were on the, on the, not on the outs anymore. And it had been tumultuous. I imagine he got kind of clean, in the, clean finally yeah. near the end, which is Wait kind of... Yeah, I think so. Trying to. And uh, so you could tell they and uh, Michael Anthony and uh, Sammy did a thing, a little tribute. It's on YouTube. Uh, I don't remember where they were somewhere tropical and they were playing uh, as a tribute to uh, to Eddie. And it was actually kind of nice. It was poignant. Thank you. So, I will check that out. Yeah. Appreciate it. So the next one is called the Kaplan Report. And this we're going to go into as much as we can. Um, just one sec. Let's see. What we got here. One. Now, the, the what happened, basically, guys, they were piling on Ronnie for. Uh, presumably that they think he's a Trump supporter or that he's voting for Trump because he wouldn't, he never actually said who he's voting for, but apparently right. they had some kind of what, like drinking zoom party and things, happy things were happy. So things were said, I guess. And everybody started piling on Ronnie and um, a lot of people felt bad for Ronnie based on what I read. Right. Well, Ronnie has gotten older. I mean, back in the day he was, kind of an asshole and hated by a lot of people, but I think right. he's won us over with what he's been put through on this show and mm -hmm. worn down with. Yep. So yeah, there was a lot of sympathy for Ronnie and his voice is different. It's yeah. not the Ronnie voice we're used to. And I don't know if it's age 
or his cat dying or that he's just sad that the show is coming to an end or he's moving away. Something's mm-hmm. going on with him big in life. Yes. He's very cryptic. And, yes. And so he announced he was going to retire earlier this year, but then COVID whatever it means like him and Stephanie couldn't go to the plan was to move to Vegas and she's going to open up a veterinarian mm-hmm. like clinic, a, a pet clinic right. or whatever. And he's going to, I mean, he's 70 years old for fuck's sake. He should have been retired ages ago, but he probably still needs to work money wise, which is really an indictment on how cheap Wiggy is because, uh, I mean, someone could say, well, maybe he's, he's bad with his money, whatever, who knows? But I tend to, and he also had he had alimony. He divorced his his, his right. He is you know divorced. so so he might have some some <laughs> payments and who knows to make. So either way, it sounded like a gang of. It's like when you're you're kicking a guy, like in the Karate Kid, when uh, the guys are trying to hold Johnny back from beating up Daniel Moore. Yeah, and he's like, "I'll tell you when he's had enough." And there mm. used to be a fun when they would gang up on people on the show, but it somewhere down the line became nasty. Right. And pointless. Right. So you guys judge for yourself. I think anybody who supports Trump is supporting somebody who stood in front of the American people and said there are good Nazis. I'm uh, uh, there. I can't denounce white supremacy. Uh, uh, proud boy, stand by. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't Ronnie, know what the other issues. Did are. you know you think that Jason is thinking of ending his friendship with you over this? No, I didn't. But that's his prerogative. It's not <laughs> ending a friendship. It's not. Well, how do you really know how, how are you going to tell how Ronnie voted? I won't. I, look, there's no time. But if Ronnie comes out and says, yeah, I voted for Trump, I'm a Trump supporter. OK, I had to cut that off exactly at 30 seconds. But you wanted yeah. to say something, Sam. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Raven, <laughs> so whatever your whatever your How name dare is. dare you. Yeah, exactly. No. <laughs> I love you, Sam. Um, uh, Jason uh, obviously doesn't stand very high on Ronnie's tier of friends because he's. <laughs> oh, well, OK, fuck him. I don't give a shit. And and it's, it's just like he doesn't sound care. very. He was very nonchalant about it, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And I think anybody would be because Jason's such a fake asshole. Yeah, and I know that he and Ronnie, like they they they're all the back office guys. Generally, got along. Uh, and Ronnie, Ronnie, I I hate to say it, but I like Ronnie. He seems like a mensch. He seems like as as guys, you know. I'm sure his ex wife would beg to differ. Uh, and you know, maybe a lot of strippers would want to kill him. But go ahead. God help me, I was watching some old videos today, and one was Ronnie's birthday party at Scores. <laughs> and this was, I want to say, 2002. Okay. So we're talking 18 years ago, and the man, let's just do 20 from 70. Let's say he was 50, 51. 50, 51, yeah. And the way he talked and how smug he was, yeah. I could see why he would rub people the wrong way. Completely. But you know what? The man was living. He was doing his passion. He was having fun. Right. Meet guys, meeting girls, whatever that bull crap means. <laughs> but he was he I believe he was being authentic. Yeah. He was a character who was just an exaggerated character of himself. Right. Of who he wished he could have been while he was married to his first wife. Yeah. And then fell into this lifestyle after begging Howard to come in and get out of the, the limo, the prom mm. limo. Yeah. So that he could hobnob with celebs and usher them in and out with his five, six stature. That is so Mm -hmm. amazing. But (laughs) yes, Ronnie has become someone endearing. He's held down a long-term relationship. He has animals that he just adores. So you win me there if you're an animal lover. And he's a lot nicer talking about women nowadays. Like back in the day, he was such a pig. 
but right. he's he's warmed and won us over. Right. And it was 100% across the thread. I didn't find any Ronnie haters. If there are, speak up, guys. I'd love to talk to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. That was that was yeah. a very odd day. But listen to his voice in these clips. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- th- you become now a racist to me. Even if you're even if you're a Jew, you're you're a self-hating Jew. I don't know any other way to look at it. Well, if you're a self-hating Jew, you're self-loathing. It's not racism at that point, stupid. Uh, and again, I'm not supporting. I, I'm not telling you guys one way. I'm Canadian. Just, just I mean, it doesn't matter what I think. So just, it's completely irrelevant. But anyway, just so you hear, uh, Nowicki, uh, not Nowicki. What's his name? Wilding gets in on it, and um, yeah. uh, Gary eventually, and Sal comes in. So I think Richard even you hear from him. I didn't clip the ex- the entire thing because it was about an hour. Oh, it was a big it was, pile uh, one. I think yeah. Ralph comes in too at the very yes. end. Big time. Yep. And I feel really bad for you, Jason, that you can't live with somebody who is racist. I, because I can't. black people have done it all the time. How about your boss, who's fucking really racist? Um, mm. uh, the next clip is called "Smells Like Bullshit," but have your say, uh, QFers. And it's a reason why it sounded like a bit put on this clip. It's about two minutes long, and I wasn't completely convinced that Ronnie wasn't in on it. Just going. Like he maybe he's voting for Biden and this is all nonsense anyway. You know what I mean? Faux drama. Maybe like, I, I don't know. It, honestly, it doesn't matter to me. Yeah. This stuff. Yeah. I, I'm here to be entertained. I don't want to hear political talk. Well, yeah. On my entertainment and, show. So, yeah. And I, it's just, it's that's where it seemed like uh, this sounds like manufactured horseshit. But then there was to, the tone of his voice and the way he was speaking, as you said, it did. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's there's credence either way. I don't have any control over this. Guy. You, know, you know what? I'm right. glad enough. I'll tell you what yes. I'm glad of. I'm Go ahead, Ron. That's what I'm waiting. De- I'm retiring from this whole deal at the end of the year. That's is that official? That's what I'm glad of. Oh, is that mean you that hate us all? What are you talking about? You You're retiring because of uh, what? To make the wait a second. This is a big. This is a big. I, I don't, I don't want. I don't want to work. <laughs> I don't want to work at a fucking place where I'm not liked. For for who I vote for, and I didn't even say who I'm voting for, but already. I got to stop it there. Uh, and Raven gave me a thumbs up for that. Go ahead. Absolutely. Um, Robin, did you hear her? So you hate us all. It yeah. it comes right back to her in her MPD. Yeah. Like, sure. Oh, it's about me. You hate me or you hate us like me mm-hmm. and Howard. Yeah. And he explained himself pretty well here, pretty eloquently mm-hmm. for Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Yep. That yeah. he didn't stutter. He was just like, look, if this is the way it's going to be, I'm done. Yeah. I, I don't want to be around you guys. And everybody jumps on the train that he's doing one, he's voting one way, but they just don't like, okay, let me backtrack. I don't think any of this is really, no one cares about. It's just something they're using to fill time. So they have to pick a side and play a character. And we don't have a Scott DePace. We don't have uh, guys in the past who were outspoken on the opposite side. Yes. So Ronnie's on an island. And right. I think he pulls Benji into it, saying Benji mm-hmm. votes like him. But I yeah. could be wrong. I think Jason threw him under the bus for that one. We'll see. I think so. Go ahead. Uh, yep. And the, also the other thing is, real quick, um, if you imagine, like, Ron, it's not like it was in the old days. It, and now with COVID, Ronnie's got, he doesn't even have to drive people around. He, uh, he's kind of by himself mm-hmm. or he's with Stephanie. And uh, people's perspectives change when certain things like this well, it is a pandemic, guys, whether you want to admit it or not, uh, a worldwide pandemic. And people can change their their opinions on things in a dime. Howard has to make him feel like shit if he's saying you're leaving me like everybody else who yes. leaves. 
that's another kind of byproduct of this this whole uh, discussion. He's got to try to make him feel as shitty as possible on the way out the door. Like, it's not, don't hit your ass on the way out the door. Let us slam the door in your face on your way out the door. Everybody. Yeah. Uh, Scott, uh, Scott Einziger, Stuttering John, Isaac Mark, uh, just about anybody who left. Jackie, absolutely. Billy West. Yep. You got me that I'm voting for Trump and that you're already not going to be my friends or whatever, and that's fine. That's I don't know. I, I, I well, no, no, you didn't say, say that. That's what you basically said. I saying. said, if I found that's out you voted for Chris Trump saying, again. And that's what yeah. Ralph is saying and whatever. I don't, I don't need this bullshit, dude. All right, so go hang out with racists. How about hanging Sounds here for me. the rest of us? Yeah. But, Ronnie, if you're not like voting for you. Trump, then you don't need to leave because no one will be mad at you. No, but they're assuming right away they're assuming. Okay, the other thing is, guys, and I, I – it's it, the pylon. First of all, when's the last time he hung out with Robin? Anyway, it's COVID. No one's hanging out with anybody. So what is the fucking, right. you know, in this, in this, in it makes the most sense to retire if you're in his position. That's the way I see it. If he's financially mm-hmm. able to. So, um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I, I, my heart went out for Ronnie for some strange reason. Call me retarded. I don't know. <laughs> I thought that Robin sounded a little bit desperate. Like, how dare you more heavy lifting on this goddamn show because you're not going to be here. Even though Ronnie kind of agreed later on to do like a Zoom call, like a guest yeah, appearance. Sure. From wherever he moves to, probably Vegas. But yep. yeah, she's all, she's on him. Yep. And she's, she's definitely got Howard's back on this. So, oh, yeah, there's going, no, I guess. Yeah, we'll flying monkey, a little bit. Flying. Yeah, flying monkeys got to fly. That, that's right. You can fix this all. You, you can fix no, it all right now no, and say, not, no, I'm not voting for Trump, say, so don't be mad no. at me. You I don't notice to, how no, Biden supporters to. aren't ashamed to say they're voting for Biden. It's always the one side that's like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, well, they they, they don't get threatened with death. Yes, they, a lot of them do. Jeff the drunk just told you he did. Whatever, dude. So, Ronnie, this is big news. Ronnie, this is big news. You know, I I support you no matter who you vote for. And yeah, yet you're, I do uh, too. Now, the, listen to that horse shit. Like, you know, uh, that you know, uh, Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I'm the good guy. I'm doing fine. One thing I, w- I want to ask you: Growing up, did you recall as I did? Uh, even though in Canada it wasn't it wasn't nearly as uh, volatile when you <laughs> if you declared you know who you voted for. Do you remember growing up and being told by either of your parents you you don't talk politics. You just don't. Like just a general rule, like don't ask people who they voted for because it was rude. Yes, it was. Yeah. M- money, politics, and religion were just yes. not good conversation pieces. It was yeah, os- uh, ostens- ostensibly because they were just filled with landmines anyway. And if whether a person was atheist or you know, uh, Arab, like if they were you know Muslim, which back in the day wouldn't have happened so often because there were few, far fewer Muslims uh, where I lived, but. Uh, the you know just the idea of someone voting a certain way you just didn't talk about it it seemed to be yeah. in bad taste i suppose it was an etiquette thing my mother taught me like just you know don't get deep and heavy into conversation with adults because yeah. it's just not right she yeah. never really like gave a side or anything she just said it's not right kids yeah. kids don't do that Right. And in my house, it was just whatever mom said went. So right, <laughs> same way you don't ask a woman her age. You don't talk yeah. about. Yeah, I support her more because yeah, I know his vote count. You know? What is that, Ron? 
Yeah, just two people and a whole crew of uh, haters, obviously. Oh. That's him. Don't play the big ball. It's not about us hating you. Dude, I'm not playing. I don't hate you, Ronnie. It's just, it hurts me. It hurts me that you would support someone. I'm glad it hurts you. Okay, well, then you're a piece. And I guess it makes sense you're voting for Trump. Right. Now, this is the thing. I fucking hate Wilding with a passion. He's another Canadian, but I don't have loyalty. Hey, you're a Canadian. I'm Canadian. Let's go Canada together. I don't, I don't you know, there's yeah. such nonsense. And no, it's because he's an air whore. Yeah, well, that also, but Ronnie, Ronnie doesn't have a history with fucking Wilding. What does he give a fuck about him? Jason, yeah, Ronnie? okay, fine. JD, yeah, fine. But not Wilding. Yeah, go ahead. Wilding cuts in on Ralph time. So any in that Ronnie had with Ralph is gone because now Wilding's taken that place and mm-hmm. filled that. And JD doesn't call Ronnie, which we found out too, who he thought was a buddy of his. Apparently JD has Asperger's and autism and he's all about himself too. He's another narcissist. Yeah. El with Creepo. Other additional <laughs> disabilities. Yeah. Um his his panty his intern panty collection has got to be like hit since they since there're no interns anymore JD's intern <laughs> dirty <laughs> dirty intern panty collection is gone. Uh Ronnie sounds pissed. This is a long clip. I'll see how much we can do of this. A lot happened just now. We started out talking about your favorite subject porn. It was fun and push fucking Sarah Sanders. And, and fucking Sarah Sanders and <laughs> pussy and somehow Spooking on a rye. It led to you retiring at the end of the year, which is not that far away. We're talking about December. I well, know. you turned you turned the whole show around right after my thing. So I don't know why, but you did. So you turned the whole show around. Yeah, right, it, went, it, went, it went to all politics after I finished my package. So he's and, and Ronnie's right. Ronnie, like that's one one reason why I loved him back in the day. He wasn't generally afraid to throw shit at people if he had to. And he also was a seemed. I think Ronnie was a straight shooter. I know he's good friends with Richie Wilson. I love Richie Wilson, um, and I think he's he, a lot. Of, a lot of the H Howard TV guys, even DePace, uh, who <laughs> seemed like a bit of a, a doorknob sometimes, the way he would argue, uh, and, and Mike Ganji and uh, Brian Phelan, they all seem like guys you could get a beer with and just have Absolutely. a fucking blast with. And that's why a lot of people, you know, were sticking up for them and still do in a lot of ways. Um, but you could see why Ronnie's, you know, he's human. Yeah. Like he's that's, got that's no, the appeal. If you push him hard enough, he's got no filter. No. And so here, maybe he was lured in thinking that he was going to talk about some porn awards. Yeah. And next thing you know, it's a whole like eight people on him at yeah. the same time going against politics, which Howard constantly says, I don't want to talk about politics. But then you got right. like another 30 to 45 minutes of it. Oh, yeah. After he makes that statement, just like when he says he's going to end the show and then he does like a plug and then it's a minutes. call and another call. <laughs> yeah. And then it's a, fi- a fake fight and a parody. Yeah. yeah. So. And Bowie couldn't be happier than this because he it's not on him for a change. Yeah. It's just, you know, oh, it's deflect, just, totally. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he just, well, a, I guess, with Ralph calling in, he took that. Well, call. no, that's not Ralph. What happened? A woman no, called Ralph. me. Yeah. I think a woman, oh, a called, woman in called and said something. Yeah, some about the hotel. Some about the hotel business. Yeah, she said she oh, wants us to travel, and I said, "Well, that right. can't happen until we have government." And then, mistakenly, I let Benji say, "I'm I'm for big government," and then, and then everything went crazy. <laughs> oh, and it led to so, you quitting the show. Now, but guys, if I if I let you play the if I let you hear the entire 
40 minutes, if we went and did that, you'd lose your mind because number oh. one, there's the given, t- everybody's screaming over each other. It's Zoom. It's, uh, it, it really was unlistenable, even if you were a fan. Uh, you know, you'd have to realistically say, this is a headache. I'm getting a headache listening to this because they're all talking over each other. So, yeah. It's a battle royale of awfulness. <laughs> of a barrage on my ears. Yeah, you're just waiting for the big headbutt uh, Ronnie gives <laughs> leaping Wiggy Poffo. Uh, but uh, just it, just bear with it. And, and hating Cunt's all fault. of us. Did I say it was By the way, retiring? I had planned retiring. on retiring anyway. So, you know. Let me understand what that means. In other words, let's say. We'll just make it sooner. That's all. Okay. So, Ron, let me ask you a question. Yeah, at the end of the year. Okay. Can I ask a question? When were you retiring? What are you retiring from? (laughs) That's the question. In other words, we're all stuck in our homes, right? Let's say the end of the year comes. You're talking about December, whatever, you know, the, the last right. day of whatever December. Whatever the end of December is. Yeah. Okay, let's slight break, guys. Back into it. Yeah. Well, right. yeah, right. 30 <laughs> days have September or April. You know, I don't know. <laughs> but, but let's say the 31st, 30th, whatever. Yeah. Let, let's say that day comes. Now, you're still stuck in your house, but you make the announcement you're retired. So you're no longer on the show. Now you're stuck in your house and you don't even have that anymore. Okay, that's fine. I was going but okay. he's asking, is that going to be okay with you? Or yeah, you uh, no, it'll be fine. This? No, it'll be fine. That's the plan. <laughs> That's the plan. You're, you're... Now, th- yes. that does, th- doesn't that sound to you exactly like, are you sure? Like when you got a gun to someone's head, you sure you want to go that direction? Mm-hmm. Are you sure you don't want to think other your another name... way? <laughs> wink, wink. <laughs> your name is about to be fucking mud around here doomed you're gonna exactly get beaten up if you ever come back here yep we're if we let th- you back here halfway through guys definitely leaving at the end of december leaving at the end of december we're Even not gonna have you on the show in, in january no you're gonna sit in your house not work i'll sit i'll sit in the house but i don't know if it'll be here okay but where are you ronnie you and i spoke the other day i won't get into what we talked about but this seems like a very uh, uh, a rash decision. What a fucking idiot. He was talking about retiring at the beginning yeah. of the year. This is nonsense. What the fuck are There's they going on about? Gooey's fucking scrambling. I love it. It's great. Yeah, He's ex- got no arsenal of argumentative skills at all. No. And the other thing is, <laughs> if you leave, I'm going to take more shit. <laughs> please, <laughs> please don't totally. leave me. <laughs> like, it used to be yes. him and Stuttering John, and now it was him and Ronnie, and now it's just him. <laughs> that you're getting a cutoff date. Do you really feel this way? Uh, after this morning, yeah, yeah. I, I, you I don't want to cool to be, off and think I, about I, it. I don't. I don't need to be in an environment where I'm not liked. Okay, because if what, like I said, I didn't even say who I was voting for, but already I voted for Trump, according to everybody in the back office, which are your fucking whatever you take your fucking. Voting back there, or whatever. Okay, yeah, go ahead, Sam. Uh, I keep saying that because like, okay, we record so often. I'm sorry, it's forced to have it. No, I totally understand. It's fine. Raven, Raven Sam, what I want, go ahead. What I want to say is that I'd like to call out Ronnie here because he just said, I don't want to be in a place where I'm disliked. Mm-hmm. Yet he stayed there for 35 years being disliked yeah. by a lot of people. Yeah. Not everybody. I'm sure there were some fans and yeah, um, whatnot. But it's just all of a sudden now. Now he's had enough. Now right. he wants he he 
might not be in his home where he is. So that's a big clue. Yeah. And everybody's trying to pull him back in, Robin, Bowie, and mm-hmm. they're and they're all giving him arguments and he's just like, Yeah, I'm good. Especially today. This is my launching point because of you assholes. And he's totally taking it and flipping it and running with it. I hope he keeps doing it. Yeah. That's my I'm gonna, take. I'm gonna continue the next clip which is really short. It's called I Don't Need This Aggravation. Uh Paul, you have the last word in Canada. Go ahead. Hey, now, Howard, uh, long time, first time, long time. Uh, just a question, though. If he do stay on, and you're going to be still working probably from home, is there really a need for Ronnie, besides being an on-air personality? You're not going anywhere. I always so, need Ronnie. Always. If that wasn't a back-office call, clear as a, let me, slightly distorted, but not really, but uh, a very, like, no ambient noise, set-up caller bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't believe it for a minute that it's not a, a, a back-office caller. No nerves, no background noise, nothing. None of that. Nothing. Nope. Ronnie Total setup. And Ronnie and retiring. I believe, Ronnie, right? what he just said was in a rash moment. I happen to know yeah. there was a staff poll taken moments ago. 16 staffers will still be Ronnie's friend regardless of who he votes for. So Doesn't there's matter. 16 people. What is that, Ron? Doesn't matter. Wow. So you're letting the minority win? Whatever. I don't care anymore. You know? Yeah. He's very upset. I'm at that very point. Upset. I don't care. And this is, uh, by the way, this is the the equivalent of someone like tripping you, tying your shoelaces and uh, putting their arm around you as they've tied your shoelaces together and bending over so you can trip over them. Like there's Mm -hmm. there's ensuring you're going to trip on your ass and say, hey, man, it's all right. We got you covered. And it's exactly like that bunch of crabs, like making sure that other crab doesn't get out of the bucket. I think John stuttering John used that analogy and it's apt. That's a great analogy. In fact, um, his voice <laughs> gets real shaky at the end of that, and I think it continues yeah. after this. Oh, yeah. 20 seconds left, guys. Wham. You know, I'm a, don't whammy. I don't give a fuck, okay? <laughs> I, love you. I love you guys. At this fucking stage in my life, you need this fucking aggravation from these people? No fucking way. No fucking way. Yeah, I got to say. I don't need this fucking aggravation. Yeah, it sounds like he's done. He's completely done. And, and there are certain people that get a breaking point in their lives. And I think for Ronnie, this is absolutely one of those things where he's he, he's he's maybe even talked with Stephanie and said she's probably told him, look, you really don't need this crap. It, it is true. Like, yeah. before he says it, he's heard it. Yeah. He's also faced a lot of big life questions like what happens after I die to Stephanie? So maybe he's trying to make some last memories with her yeah. before he leaves the planet. And I can't yeah. blame him. Yeah. Enjoy he's- yourself. He's got a great, a great girl. They're not even married yet. They were supposed to get married, and that got ruined by COVID too, I believe. Maybe I'm wrong so, on that. No, so if, I think they did. I don't know. We, it does, it's I'm, not that important. It, it, uh, it you know, Late. we don't, we don't mind the age gap because we see that in certain other, you know, wigged pelicans on the show that have a big mm-hmm. age gap between their, you know, their, their beards. So the last clip of the whole breakdown is called "Joy Lays Into Wiggy." Joy, mm-hmm. Joy is the second. Are we going to say she's a real caller? She has to be too, as well. She sounded real too. Yeah. So Joy, Joy, and, Don, Joy and Dawn, <laughs> Dawn, Joy at the Dawn. They're uh, both dishwashing brand names, yeah. by the way. I don't know Wait, what that means. On Monday, Calgon Cleaning. will be calling in. 
Joy, yeah. you have the last word. Go ahead. Well, Howard, I have to take umbrage with you because I think that you. you have sort of kept this going on for the last uh, week or so. <laughs> Number one, I Not think me. you should have just cut this off. Yeah, yeah, you, you are. It starts at the top with you. And number one, I huh. think that you love to pit um, your staff against one another. And, can't and argue about that. It. Yeah, he can't. She has him totally nailed. And you hear a little bit of noise in the background. That's a real mm-hmm. caller. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's what does happen in life. So. Certain point, <laughs> What's better than a good time, argument? Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, well, you say that you're evolved and you're in therapy. Thank you. And that sort of thing. You should be a I say man. it, but I'm not. Than right. this, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, obviously you're not. And here is Ronnie, who has been a very loyal um, employee to you, and he's obviously really hurt by all of this. And I think that he has been badgered. Okay, that's a little break, yeah. guys. You're going to push right through it. It's a three minute clip. Enough, and you should cut it off. And especially mm. with Ralph, who is an who is an outright idiot. I don't know who he thinks he is. He has no education. He sits around, snips labels out of your clothes, and all he does is just spout off crap he hears. He has no education to back up anything. And Joy, throw Um, in the fact when he cuts the labels out of my clothes, he still leaves a little bit of the label and it scratches my skin. (laughs) Okay, so he's useless at that too. All right, go ahead. All right, I'm forever incredulous. I'm going to say fake caller who's at home with like a family and kids and dealing with home life, but works for the show and is doing or having a friend of a friend call in and play this script out because she, well, she's she, getting too much air she time. comes at him. Well, she comes at him in a way and she just sort of hangs on. I just don't believe they let anybody outside in i have a real hard time with that because it could go i don't know if they have a dump button at this point but i'm just i'm there's always a 50 percent part of me that's like that could never be real and i'm Mm -hmm. imagining a staffer at home with his mom and his sister and his dog and making this call or her okay so you're not uh, you're 50 50 on this one yeah okay I think it's real uh, because it, it, even if she's insulting him, she's actually talking him up and he's enjoying it's about him because she's saying you're not evolved. You're not this. She's not going after his. The, the real Achilles heel when you talk about him is you're, you've gone Hollywood. Yeah. Right. And when it's, if it's not that and you're still talking about him, it's still attention that he's getting, which back in the day as a kid, the ping pong mention all oh, the data, you know, he just wanted attention. I really should have played that clip, that one section, but I saved it for Bob D because we'll use it in a uh, NPD. Uh, episode. No problem. Yeah. It, yeah. Go ahead. The only thing is they get some digs in on Ralph. Yeah. So that's passive aggressive back caller if it's fake. Mm-hmm. So they often try to tear him down because they're oh, jealous sure. of his close relationship and all the money that mm-hmm. he's garnered through his yeah. relationships quote unquote and over the year <laughs> Sam Simon. I'll be kind tonight. <laughs> yeah. I just exactly. want to finish. <laughs> okay. I I under I understand that. Thank you. I, I'm I am right there with you on that. But I mean I, really Ralph Cirillo who has no uh, who is the worst freeloader ever hmm. who has absolutely no breeding 
who's just a big, uh, I, I can't even tell you what he is. He's Howard, a, Howard, I call a, bullshit on this a, call in a huge bagger. way. Go ahead, Gary. Huge way. Yeah. Here, here. Okay, now let's listen to some Adelphi graduate um, education in action here, guys. <laughs> the Adelphi oh, defense. No. J.D., myself, Ronnie to a degree, we have all been badgered and bullied over the years. Like, you can't believe. You, you never have, fucking called in. This is suddenly, suddenly, this hey, is your Gary, line in the I'm, sand? I'm supporting you. <laughs> But you're not, you, you never think, called up when I was taking Gary, shit. Gary, you think. The difference is, Bowie, that you were getting shit for being a, a cuck, like being a, a pussy at home. You're getting shit for your stupid lists and your stupid book. You're getting shit on for your caps, your, 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 your teeth or whatever the fuck. You're getting Sleeping. shit on for your, your bar stools in your movie room, <laughs> your screening room. You're getting shit for your pitch. You're getting shit for things that you should have gotten shit for. But when you get on someone about their politics and you make it personal, Personal, that's sort of the line that a lot of people have. It's not just this woman; it's loads of people uh, around the world. Not even it's not even an American thing. It's a a, a common sense thing. It's a it's, it's an etiquette yeah. thing, as you mentioned so so rightly. Mm-hmm. So let's keep going. There's only another a minute and a bit. She is someone who's upset with the politics that is being yes. discussed. She, no, because she never called when you were, Howard no, when you Gary. beat the shit out of yes, me. She never called up and goes, "Hey, take it easy on Gary." It's right. She never. I never no heard Joy's hey, name until today. Let me tell you what. No, Gary. Let me tell you what. I, I can take umbrage with with Howard going all the way back. I can remember him going back and badgering the living hell out of Fred. Yeah, and everybody, just about anybody else. I really. Yep. And Howard, I will continue uh, to as well, really, my friend. To you. Yeah. There's Absolutely. a real mean streak to you. Well, way yeah. to wake up. So you Welcome to the party. <laughs> I'm a horrible person. To it, lady. He said that so many times in so many audio clips. He enjoys being. Yes. Like, there, that's that's the, the key stumbling block in his evolution, if you want to call that, with his therapy, why it never worked, was he enjoys being an asshole at, at his right. core. Bob D., if you care to take that one to task, by all means, sir, uh, I have at you. But, uh, that's you hear the joy in his voice, right? Well, we're we're totally on the same vibe here, on the same reading our minds because right. I I was about to say the exact. I was just about to say that, like Robin. Was wasn't it wasn't it a clip where he? I think it was the early Artie days when he started talking. He started. He had that giddy voice. And he goes, "I love out of control people." Mm-hmm. It, it's not that he enjoys people who are fucked up. People who have some problem, he enjoys misery, other people's misery specifically. So totally. he's 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 in heaven now. Joy, I'm, I'm the worst person there the is. <laughs> yeah, Howard, you have a mean really streak, and I've been listening for thirty yeah, years. Yeah, Joy, I'm a bad person. <laughs> what can I tell you? Welcome to the show. Oh, Joy, are, what do you look you like? And do the squirt. <laughs> can I tell you something? I'm changing Joy's name to uh, Killjoy. Killjoy. Because uh, it's really a bummer. No I'll get out of here, Joy. But thank you for the call and have a good weekend. Thank you. That's the right, end. Goodbye. That's the goodbye. end of that, guys. And uh, we have got Woo! through one breakdown. Uh, Raven, do you have any uh, shout outs you'd like to give? Because this was a, 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 um, a bye week, if you want to call that, because there was no yeah. shows. We didn't have shows. We got caught up. This was a blessing in disguise. It's a, it's just a week of peace. Uh-huh. And I'm so grateful to everybody on the website who knows how to behave like adults. Um, just everybody I've come in contact with, thank you so much. I appreciate you all in different ways. You all have great gifts. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we'll be back live the Monday after this airs. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for Cocktober. <laughs> so, <laughs> so come on, join the okay. force. All right. So do you th- let's do an over under. OK, uh, a thousand posts on Monday. Do you believe we're going to hit it? Because I'm sure it's going to be horrendously uh, awful as usual, but worse than n- normal. Uh, it depends. I don't think he's got a lot to talk about. We haven't had a big death. I don't know of any uh, interviews with celebs. And he's probably going to ramp up for like, send me your dick pics. Yeah. Last chance, 24 hours. Please do it now or never. We've gotten, he's going to, he's going to do an ad for that, trying to get some people in. But I think the plus 1000 posts will definitely be the day that he has the actual (laughs) contest and he's describing it. And we're just going to be stenographers that day, like in a court, just typing away every quote we can or screen capturing, whatever. Have it your way, guys. Whatever suits you. Mark Shabzovich. Mark Shabzovich, here's the, uh, I hope I pronounced your name correctly, but um, you, you're the one who posted a, a thing saying, uh, any takers, like anybody on the forum going to submit their pictures <laughs> just to see like, you know, how far you get into the process. Um, and uh, it'd be funny if you took like a, a fake picture of someone, like just a fake picture and said, this is me. submitting Orlando Bloom's dick from the paddleboard photo and just see yeah. how far that goes. Exactly. Well, guys, uh, you're going to hear this episode this Sunday night. Uh, you're listening to it now, obviously, so I don't know why I'm promoing it this way. But um, stay tuned. We've got um, not only this breakdown that will be Sunday night, ES, uh, 8 p.m. EST, a premiere. Uh, for, join us for the live chat. Um, every Sunday was pretty much where we're going to be releasing new episodes. The following Sunday, uh, in between now and then, we're going to have a little special episode drop. Me and Sam did that uh, independently, just for a uh, independently of the regular show stuff, to, just as a bonus for you guys. So hope you like it. It's called uh, "We're Blasting the Things dot com" article that <laughs> Puff Beast that's completely <laughs> shit, shit writing, <laughs> like like it's a shit writing symposium. And oh, I um, love that. And uh, also, a week from now, we start. The 15 Foundation Saga begins, and I can't tell you how many people are looking forward to that. We got first episode uh, wrapped up, second episode's recorded, and we're going to be recording maybe the third episode this week. It depends on how the week falls, but we're well caught up, guys, so don't, we're not going anywhere. Thank you so much from me and everybody else. That is going to be such a treat. Better than the <laughs> summit. Uh, yeah, and it, it's actually turned out to be longer than we think it's going to be. So, guys, if we go to 10 or more episodes of the 15 Foundation, <laughs> it, this is our north and south. This is our, I don't know, fucking, yeah, this is our, <laughs> like our rich man, poor man. I don't know. It's, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's our it's manifesto. <laughs> yeah, it really is something. Anyway, from Raven and myself and obviously Sam and Absentia, we love you guys. Join us on Facebook. And uh, check out our YouTube channel. Please subscribe. We're almost at a thousand subs, and we're gonna make it. It's just we'd love to make it fast sooner rather than later. And uh, check out our Patreon. Uh, check out the tiers. There's a fifteen percent discount for a year subscription, and it's less than you'd tip your fucking Chinese delivery driver for crappy egg rolls and fortune cookies that <laughs> don't apply in COVID twenty twenty. So um, uh, we love you guys. Take care and stay safe. Bye. I have to dismantle them. them I, 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 I like Artie. So I let's like say people Robin. work for Robin. Right. And, yes. and, and let's say they can't work with Robin. 
And Robin will not see their point of view, right? She will right. only it's see big, her own. That's exactly the, that. Is that a case with you and me? No, absolutely not. But, 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 but Howard's famous. Years. But that's because Howard's enormously famous. Hey, hey, what but, are you talking about? He wasn't enormously famous when I met him. Yeah, but he was your ticket. No, I was thinking my about... My ticket? I, God knows he was my ticket to hell. <laughs> so I was thinking... I was thinking